know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't wanna die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Yo! That was really loud. It was. <laughs> Yo, what's going on, good people? 2018, we are here, uh, what, 20-something days into the into the year. Hey, mm-hmm. I think we're beating last year's we record. Are. Already. We are. This is amazing. No, good people, my name is Adon Bean. This is Off the Record. We know that you've been satiating yourself with other podcasts, but they don't compare to this one. And that's why we just needed to, like, we needed to, like fester and hibernate and percolate for a few few weeks before we got the whole crew together to talk again my name is Adon Bean you can hit me on Twitter at A-D-A-N-B-E-A-N and the regular cast of characters are here that voice you heard was uh, my favorite Scott in the land hey uh, what is going on angry as ever new year new me <laughs> but still angry uh, at, at Dan Dunk yes uh, on Twitter on PlayStation 4 Call of Duty nice. hit me up <laughs> nice uh, nice get this I, work that's really what he's scope you to the nth degree um i'm a super nerd at heart uh so yeah uh excited to be here like us rate us um comment engage with us yes uh this is a community effort it is an experiment in conversation we need everyone to help us push up this boulder of uh of fourth district because right now fourth and ten is crushing all other podcasts on this platform (laughs) speaking of which we have uh one of their spies yeah uh, (laughs) What can I say, people? Consistency counts. (laughs) He dabbles in both worlds. I do dabble. That is the voice of David Perdue. What up, sir? What's up, people? Uh, Man, I'm I'm really happy. Like last week, I was bummed out that the snow took us out. Yeah, yeah. In real talk, talk, we've we've been trying to make this happen for the last couple weeks, but but snow, snow and hills and they don't mix. (laughs) That's where we live. We live in hilly, snow-ridden area. Last week, so I was very bummed. I was like, man, that would have been fun, but. Very excited to be here with you guys Absolutely. to do this thing, man. We got a lot, and I'm <laughs> I'm like giddy. I'm very giddy. Absolutely, absolutely. And yes, rounding out the team is the one and only, the good Corinne Reed. Yes. What's going on? Hi, I'm here. Hey, happy New Year. We're happy that you are here. How was your New Year? How was that? Um, yeah, it was great. I didn't do much. I um, just hung out with family and mm-hmm. just relaxed. Yeah, nice. Nice. Did you have big meals, like really big meals for either Christmas or New Year's? Yeah, or? it was it was quite a production. Um, <laughs> and then my dad is like trying to do the whole no sugar, no carbs. So I had to. So I actually made a. Um, if you're about to no, say some sugarless, it was delicious. Dessert, <laughs> it step was off. so good. No, it was like so I made so him a cheesecake. Okay. And, no, it was amazing. Wait, you said you um, a, it was a cheesecake. So then I like made al- like crushed almonds to make a crust, and then like mm-hmm. put like I guess xylitol or something, and then made the cheesecake. It was amazing. He loved it. So and you then used fake sugar to make it sweet. Xylitol, sugar, alcohol. Oh, so it's different. I'm sorry, it's, I'm I don't know that word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah, it got less like, so Back out like, of this because I don't know that word. We're no. gonna talk about Erica Badu in a second, yeah. but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so it's not like fake sugar, like yeah. Splenda, right? Um, and so yeah, probably won't give you as much like cancer. Cancer, yeah. I like. Uh, I had uh, I I have turbinado now. Have you ever had? I, I do stevia as the fake sugar. I, I got my you. my fake sugar go to. I got you. Turbinado is real sugar, but it's like I forget. I learned. I heard all the. I learned all the descriptions about it, but it's it's healthier. It's a healthier alternative. So we always yeah. ain't buying big bags no more. Yeah. <laughs> not buying big bags. No, 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 I also made him a lasagna as well, but then I had to hand make the noodles so they wouldn't have carbs in either. Interesting. What? Yeah. 
Huh. Because you make like almond flour and. Sure. Okay. Huh. So. Props to your dad. That yeah. seems like the most difficult thing anyone human could do. Yeah. <laughs> Besides giving up dairy, I couldn't give up dairy. I no. could definitely give up dairy. Like. My my body tells me to give up dairy. Yeah, low key <laughs> lactose intolerance. Yeah. My body is like, what are you doing? With I realize I give up dairy on accident. Like, hey, it's a bowl of cereal in years, yeah. bruh, bruh. I yeah, and cheese honestly, is a constant in my life. I, I can't even cheese. do it. Yeah. I can't even do it. Uh, I wish I could, but nah, yeah. nah. My my small intestine is like, you know what Crohn's is? We're nigga. out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not at all. So, did did any of y'all make like resolutions or anything like that for New Year's? This it seems weird because we're almost in February, but we haven't talked for real. It's true. I did. It was you dumb. I, I never made good ones. So like, what type of dumb so, resolution? So last year, Believe I said I'm gonna. Like, <laughs> no. February. No, so last year, like, I was like, I'm gonna. Um, Back into parking spaces, eighty percent more. What? Wait a second! Shout out Wait. to those you are dreams. to fractionally back in those spaces more. Eighty percent more than I had before. I'm gonna back into parking spaces. Is that there an app? Year. Is there an app to keep track of eighty percent? I mean, growth? I do you on average park five times a day? Like you just start like four of those times. Yeah. I gotta back into these joints. Like, yeah, like four times. Yeah, like I gotta push myself. Like what? No, like in a week. Oh my. Well, I mean, I use a lot of Marta, so like. Okay. But fair. and then so this year I want to increase my gift game. Okay. Because I feel like I just don't do it as well. All right. So like I just give like gifts giving more. gifts or just. No, I give great gifts, like okay. gifts, like oh, like this. oh got oh. you. There we no, go. No, I'm very good at gift giving, but I'm not really you. great at gifts. I, I never, you. I never tried. So maybe I could be good. I don't know. We'll apply. find out. He's just with with bated breath. We will all wait to see how this turns He's out. He's solid, but yet we normally slack, But we can start a text string just so we can see. Yeah, like you can judge. Give me a rating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, what I need y'all to do is flood Corinne's Twitter and yeah. see what her gifts responses I, look yeah, like. Yeah. I have none. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I mean, I'm all about metrics though, because even this. <laughs> No, we actually did performance reviews in our, for our family, me and my sister. Because oh my like, you know what's happening? Yo, this is what happens yeah. when you don't have sugar or carbs. Yeah, <laughs> you end up yeah. doing performance, yeah. performance metrics. And we were serious, like we reviewed I everyone. You. And um, we did my nephew and my dad. Like he actually took his like super seriously because his hmm. was like we want him to. He's like super cheap. So he likes to save, and it kind of annoys my mom because he likes to save garbage bags. So he has like Glad bags, but inside there's like three Kroger bags. So he can use like one Glad bag a month. Okay, so I low like, key, I low key rock with this though. Because that's not crazy anymore. Because yeah. I'm about, I'm about. I'm black, so I'm about keeping bags. Right, yeah. but it's bags, like my, but my mom is like not completely filling it, so that's the problem. Uh, it, that is that's the situation. Yeah, it's a marital. So. That's a marital. So yeah. he he changed immediately. Like okay, so. oh, okay. He was he was like <laughs> he's like okay. What do I need to do to get yeah. get my levels up? So we're like that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm about it. I'm about it. Did did you have a resolution? Dan? I did. So I've given up television. And and gaming because there was a three week stretch there where there was snow and I played for like <laughs> I like saw, it keeps track of like the number of days you've played oh wow. and I saw that as a full day and two full days and three full days and I was like I've I'm oh. literally wasting my life right now <laughs> so uh, I gave up TV during the weeks because uh, so my wife travels mm. so it's like basically if I'm not recording we're not in the studio yeah I'm taking care of my son 
or I'm reading a book now. Gotcha. So that's been awesome because I've like made it through two books already. Look at that. There we go. So yeah, weekends I'm watching sports, but I got you. uh, Yeah. During the weeks, no TV. There it is. Lots of reading. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 all I can really say, what I've done is maybe just, uh, I've, I read a lot, but I don't like, I'll just read parts of books all the time. So I have like, six books that I'm currently mm-hmm. reading part-time readers <laughs> Just a so little bit. you know real I'll read ton of tons of articles clearly timelines and all that stuff but like I'm like yo let me commit to finish books and so I am on a plan at this point to to you know knock out I, I probably got like 50 pages left in one book right now that I'm reading and so there's that but my other commitment has been like I'm trying to get I'm trying to hit people with 24 hour email responses like mm. that's like that's like my goal is like trying to get a quick turnaround if you reach out to a Don. If you've already reached out to a Don, I have nothing for you right now. <laughs> okay. But I'm just saying that's where I'm that's where my head is at. That's but the goal. That's and, the goal. And we can set up a metric in <laughs> order to figure yeah. out. Yes, so I'm trying to make that happen. Uh David, you got anything? A resolution this year? If you got one, oh, if you don't, I'm coming for all the money. Netflix special. Yeah, I'm coming for it. I'm coming for the. I'm coming for the bag. Do you have an agent? Because I no. feel like I could get like ten percent. I need one. Hey, look, I need one. <laughs> I've been make... these last couple weeks on some real. I've been like, yo, I, I could get it this year. Like, <laughs> if I do what I need to do, I might yeah. mess around and and not be here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the move. That's yeah. the move. But yeah, I'm just like trying to take advantage of opportunities and put myself in situations that I. I can get more yeah and not be afraid to take those risks word up and get out there and like make it happen and it's like it's kind of there for me but it's just a matter of all right well, what are you gonna do that's what's up so i'm like yeah, i'm coming for the bag hey <laughs> the bag is is there to be secured yeah uh look, real quick i meant to do this at the top because because i, I want to make a point of this someone reached out and said this they they want us to shout out our our opening music you know each for each episode mm, or whatever mm-hmm. so this last one this was this was a little known guy by the name of drake that's right i don't know if anybody's heard of him mm, aubrey uh aubrey graham, aubrey graham. out here yeah. uh jimmy brooks. <laughs> brooks. jimmy brooks wheelchair jimmy. Wheelchair, okay. jimmy wheelchair jimmy uh but yes he uh he it was funny because he came out rappers man came out with an ep that was two songs which i'm like i don't that's no, not an EP. Not at all. But, you know, whatever. You're That's Drake. a USB. <laughs> <laughs> USB. I mean, say it. Uh, so, you know, but it was also right after he had just said, like, he's stepping away from music, like, to focus on acting for, like, a year. And then, like, he just comes out of nowhere with this. But in 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 his defense, like, he's rapping his entire tail off on both of the songs, really. But, like, the, uh, I can't, Diplomatic Immunity. Diplomatic, that one, yeah. wow. Like rapping as well but this this one was uh what's this one called? god's plan god's plan i wanted to talk i brought it up or i wanted to come back to it just because for the longest time i had i might have told y'all this i had a thought that like drake might be our most secular rapper of all time because drake <clears throat> never talked about god in any shape or form yeah this was like two or three years ago that i brought it up but it was like and since then he's he's uh you know he had the song that was like mildly blasphemous that's that when him and meek mill were friends that song amen which Mm -hmm. was you know all about (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, but that was just all like using you know uh (laughs) 
church lingo right you know to talk about stuff but like he, if you looked at like his early like the first three four projects and mixtape he never had even like a tangential relate like mention of any higher power or anything like that mm-hmm. and i always thought that was fascinating because even people who like aren't you know if you're not whatever uh, part of one of the abrahamic religions or something like that all rappers in some way shape or form end up talking about some type of guy even if they're like in anger about it even if they're atheists they are still saying something dismissive of it so i always found it fascinating that he was like a super duper star and like it's dark and hell is hot (laughs) Mm -hmm. even yeah it's just it was kind of fascinating but i know that recent like not recently but maybe in the last three years i think he like he uh he like uh recommitted to Judaism or whatever because he was raised Jewish. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he did that. And <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting when I realized like this was the name of his song. It was like, yeah. I don't think I would have seen that like some years Coming. ago. So. Well, it, his, his, he's angry currently, which is why <laughs> I think he's rapping so good. Like, I think, I always think there's like a direct correlation between a rapper's relative anger and frustration with the, like the current state of the world and okay. his own life yeah. and the ability for him to rap. It's possible, yeah. yeah, Because yeah. all of them songs where he's mad, I like. Any song that M thinks he's just having a real good time, like, yeah. I'm like, nah, I can pass on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I will say, which is good because, you know, to fit for that, he put out a terrible album, uh, <laughs> this last album, and everyone said it was terrible. Most people did. And then he was angry and then came back with this chloroseptic remix. I don't know if you heard that, which, mm-hmm. oh, he lost his mind on that thing. Like, oh, it's, it was good. It's insane. Oh, man. It's, it's two chains does the first verse. Two chains does a very good job. Okay. And then Eminem is like, hey, I'm Eminem and y'all were talking about me and I got offended. And then he decides to rap his entire ass off. Come on, man. It's kind of crazy. Just stay in that lane. <laughs> everyone, everyone hated M's album. And I think there's a lot of reason to hate M's new album. But mm. I think there is a lot of reason to like it, too, as well. Interesting. That's all I got. That's my side point. We skipped. We like we missed so much time that like I don't mm. even feel like we can like spend it talking yeah. about M's album. It's interesting, yeah. But I just need to get my... like. Throw that out there. That's that, your little the, teaser. That we'll maybe we'll talk ba- about. Yeah, ba- badger uh, Dan on Twitter and yeah. see if you can get the get good a, and get the bad. Mm. <laughs> the good response. But uh, man, there's been so many things that have gone on since we like since we last got up. Uh, I will just say this: like uh, <laughs> David, what's going on with these comedians? Let's just start there. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> The, the goats <laughs> the goats nah uh, but yeah w- let's start here though like um one of the things that came out i think on december 31st wasn't it wasn't yes. new year's eve new year's eve um <clears throat> yeah another little known man by the name of yeah. uh he's working his, he's working hard but you know he, maybe he'll make it we'll see <laughs> by the name of david Chappelle. yeah the uh, goat <laughs> crazy of all time david Chappelle. dave Chappelle, man dropped um two specials yes um, because he's brilliant, <laughs> and I take it you enjoyed them, David. I like again. That's why I'm not. I'm not good in uh, how good is Chappelle arguments or conversations because okay. I, I look at him. I was like, this, he can do no wrong. Interesting. And and even if I try to find the wrong, I'm like, but maybe he had a plan for you know what I mean. Like, there's no. Have you so have you ever seen? Look, have you ever seen a joke or a bit of Dave Chappelle which you were like, nah, that didn't work. 
Uh, I never thought one didn't work. I thought some were better than others. Okay. And the way they hit. Yeah. Meaning like, all right, so the first two mm-hmm. that he dropped last year, I thought the first one was, I thought the first one was good, but it wasn't as good as the ones before that. Like his, like, uh, sure. Tune Softly and all those. Yeah, yeah. And I thought the second one wasn't as good as the first one of the two. Okay. Just as far as connecting. I, okay. I, I, I judge Chappelle on how I feel like he connects with crowds. Okay. And like how he, like, is he comfortable getting into stuff? So, it, again, it's very hard for me to like really judge what he does because I'll be the first to admit I'm a stand. <laughs> I'm always a stand. That dude can do no wrong. Interesting. I mean, well, that's the thing because I think a lot of people have felt that he's done wrong. Yeah. These people are nuts. <laughs> there is a very vocal, uh, vocal community, uh, growing vocal community, I will say, mm-hmm. that they had some criticisms of his first, you know, the, the first two the first specials. Two, yeah. Uh, and I think that they've, you know, so I'll say this, kind of backing into okay. it. The first special, the first, the literal first one of the first two specials that right. came out back in spring, I guess. Mm-hmm. The Palladium, when he plays the Palladium, Palladium right? yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dated material in the sense of, well, I won't say dated like it doesn't apply, but just he'd been doing that yeah. special. He was getting rid he of He had stuff. that for a while because yeah. I remember seeing it in like 2000 and. 10 maybe some, yeah, some of it for sure. you know what I mean um, but then the second one <laughs> the one that you think is better than of the two no no I think the, the first I think the first one is the best one the one with the, all the OJ jokes is better than the second one. Oh, okay because the second one of those two was dated that one was like 2014 whatever one where he's talking about I cheated and there was a videotape that like that that Got sent to his school Like that mm-hmm. whole one I don't remember Which special that was I in I think that was the second one that was Jean the Jacket one I don't even remember Something like that. But okay, you're yeah, probably yeah. right The second one Anyway So the first one yes. Is the one you're like You like that one better than the second I feel you Yes All that is to say That like No yeah 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 You're right He's had some things to say About the trans community Yes And uh Was it just the trans community Was there anybody else that Uh talked? He he has some He has some jabs That uh Had and the first one, he had some jabs. He had, I think, one of the most clever jabs I've ever heard of comedian. It was a very quick line, but it was a jab at like, like uh, white women. Oh yes, yes, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And about like the the level of outrage some white women have, which I still think this day is one of the most clever jabs when they were talking about you can't compare, mm-hmm. you know, or women struggle. He's like women struggle, and he was like, you, what? Did, was the, the line was basically like, don't get mad that you didn't like your cut of the heist. Yeah, and that's what like, it was. Ooh. That's what it was. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But fast forwarding, like this this return, he's mm-hmm. also talking some more about like the response to mm-hmm. the yes. trend, like the response to his jokes before, which I do think like I'll say this much, like you can tell he all let's our disclaimers is that no one at this in this conversation is trans we are not the aggrieved party in that sense right Right. like so you know in that sense we're not offering the fairest of right positioning i guess in that sense but what i'll say is that like what i found somewhat comforting from what i'll hold as a privileged position is that dave in that first special he used what would be even a slur Mm -hmm. in that first one which is like something that like I mean, growing up, I didn't know it was a, I didn't know it was no wrong idea. to say, but he used it then, and it, and he doesn't use it in the second special, in the, which tells me 
he's listening yeah. on some but level. No one's giving him that credit for that. I'm glad you caught that. Yeah. But, and that's the thing is, I don't know if he should get credit. I give him credit for it, right. but I don't know. I don't know if I would give him credit if I was a member of the trans community, yeah. honestly. Like, I think, well, so one of the things I took away from this one was I think he tried to keep reminding us that, because he especially said it in the second one, he kept being like, remember who I am, remember what I am, right? And I think he keeps trying to remind people, and it's something I've known for a while, it's like, comedy, com- you're supposed to be somewhat reckless when you're on stage mm-hmm. as a comedian. You don't have to necessarily be politically wrecked, but you do, what, but you should be empathetic. You don't okay. have to be completely great, but you should be able to. You should be able to ask the questions that everybody's afraid to ask. Say the things everybody's afraid to say. Okay. Um, and I think he does a very good job of that. There's no part of to me, and then this is a me coming from someone who's not in that community. Yeah. There's no part that I look at. I was like, oh, that's in this last special. I'm like, oh, that's not empathetic. Now the first one when he was saying all those slurs, and I was like, oh, he's not. That's not. Uh, like, come on, Dave, don't say that like that. <laughs> Right, mm. but the second time around, he's explaining his point, and people think he's like doubling down on his transphobia. Right, but I feel like he's really saying, like, look, I have a responsibility to talk about things, and I don't necessarily have to have the, I don't have to say it the way you want me to say it. I refuse to say it the way you want me to say it, or the way that's going to get people to applaud me as his ally. I'm just saying, like, here's me mm. as a man who has an opinion, um, and I'm at a, in a in a form that is about comedy, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you bend me to to. To your will. Like we've seen it He's like He doesn't bend to the will Of the way other people Expect him to be That's why he left And went to Africa Like he's like I'm not gonna do it The way you want me to do it mm-hmm. um, And so I feel like He kind of doubled down On his responsibility And I think As a comedian I think it's trying to Like encourage other comedians Like yo Like stop doing this comedy For claps Okay A lot of comedians Do comedy for claps and it's like, are we, if we're, if we, the moment we do that, that's the moment we lose our voice and we be easily bought. And it's like, he's like, I'm not going to do that. So if this is the thing I believe in. I'm going to say it. Okay. You know? And also, like, he might not necessarily believe everything he's saying. That's a very, one of my favorite Chappelle quotes as a comedian. He says, he says, dare to say something you don't believe. You know what I mean? But it's like, what does it, what does it spark? Okay. We're having all these conversations now about trans issues and what the way we should act in modern society that we're not having it unless he says these things right you know what i mean and so he's he's a super intelligent dude i know he knew that something this was going to happen so well, I'm, i was again i'm like a stan so i think well, it was amazing at the end of it in a completely like different scenario he talks about the lie that changed the civil rights movement yeah. and like and so i think he clearly understands the power of like a lie and mm-hmm. what it can, what it can accomplish and he's willing to see those things and i think from someone again who comes from a privileged standpoint is like and the the most privileged unfortunately or fortunately whatever Mm -hmm. uh is he adds nuance to it so like his bit about like dancing with the trans like with the trans person Mm -hmm. and then like you don't see the punch coming where he's like well there's only two songs left so like (laughs) let's finish like and and then we had and then we had breakfast like it was it was like everyone's mind went to what oh what'd you do do. you did you like they're like oh and he's like what 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 breakfast yeah then he adds (laughs) just titty yeah Yeah. exactly (laughs) exactly he's a bottle of friction yes that's exactly yeah, that what it says. I was like, what? <laughs> yes. I was, yeah. So I think there, there's more nuance to it. It's not as like cut and dry as like, that's disgusting. Mm. I don't get that. Why? Yeah. But m- way more of the like, let me be the catalyst for y'all to like have this conversation. I got you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, Corinne, when you saw both specials, right? Yes. Okay. Um, how did you process it like when you were listening to him 
riff on these things, I guess. Um, so I kind of, so I kind of didn't know what to think about it because I'm not in the shoes of a transgender person. So, but, um, but I thought that he was very thoughtful about it and I didn't think he was doing it to be shocking. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of how I process it. So it's kind of like, I feel like I don't have a right to have an opinion, but I think, um, if anyone can do it, he can. And mm. I think he did better, did it better than anyone else would. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. I, I, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I mean, I feel like half of his riff is on like white people and like, like, mm. so I can at least speak from like that perspective sure. of like seeing there watching someone be like, kind of point a finger at me, like all of this shit is your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, which some of that's, there's mm. truth in that mm-hmm. statement. But I think again, like, I go into it, and I think most people should go into it knowing that he's going to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think if you go into comedy believing that you're going to leave like unscathed and unscarred, like whether it's religion, race, ethnicity, like all the things that choose to divide us, like I think he's going to poke holes in it all. And I think good comedy is that mm-hmm. um and it's the only place that that can happen in our society where like someone can get literally made fun of and be almost voyeuristic in the sense that they don't need to take it personally um but that they can understand that it's like in jest and like there's p- a piece of truth in it so yeah. i think he does that i think he does it better than i've seen him do it in this first okay. even this first two specials I got in this one what i think is interesting and <clears throat> i've been wrestling with this a little bit just because we were talking about this in slack a little bit like like I don't know how well personally as a as a consumer I don't know how well comedy is supposed to age honestly like I I'm kind of like yo it just needs to make me laugh at the time but I don't know if I need to always find it funny 20 years yeah. 30 years down the line because mores change and like thoughts around society change yeah. and so when I go back and watch like Def Comedy Jam or watch Martin or watch any like I watch that stuff and I'm like not funny to me mm-hmm. or I, or like a lot of it I mean don't get me wrong like Martin the show I still find funny right. uh, but like when I see stand up or think see things like that like I always think like man that does not make me laugh anymore or I cringe at certain things but I oh, remember yeah. I was dying laughing when I saw it, I'm like, yeah, maybe it was because I was 12 years old. Mm. And like, I had a very unrefined sense of like the life in general, or I didn't think about circumstances or consequences, but I don't know. And so, you know, all that is to say that like, you know, even when you look at, I'll take a bit like, I'll take a bit like um, one of, you know, Chris Rock's more famous, right, is like, there's a civil war mm-hmm. going on around yeah, black yeah. people. You know, who's more racist, white people or black people? And they're like, oh, black people. Because with black people, we hate other black people, yeah. you know, whatever. So he breaks down all of that. And I remember seeing that and hearing that in like 97 or 2000, whenever that was. And I was like, that's genius. Yeah, like, right. that's that's incredible. And like now when I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, and even he's admitted like that's a problem. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's like he's like man. That's I think he said like I regret that joke. Yeah. Like like but which is the thing like you can't go back and look at Eddie Murphy raw and delirious. Like you, you go back and look at it now. You're like oh they'd arrest him now. Like, oh absolutely. That's how you know. That's yeah. how how you know far off it was. He but was at the time. He, he was like every terrible thing you could think about like the LGBT community. Oh, yeah. Like he was just 
leaning into it. But like at the same time, I'm aware Eddie Murphy was 18, 19 yeah, years a young old. Man. <laughs> like, uh, I'm a young man. Uh, but it, it's just all. interesting. It's, it's kind of fascinating. Chappelle, like listening here's, to that. The thing, I'll, my biggest takeaway from both these specials uh, was especially in the second one. Where he looked, I was saying he looked in the back of the room. He basically told, like, the back room in the comedy, any comedy club is where the comedians are standing mm-hmm. and watching because everybody has the seats. So you have to stand in the back and watch. And he was like, "You have responsibility to be reckless, mm-hmm. right?" And the like, he got a lot of flack from the comedy community about the trans stuff, but he really got a lot of flack on that second special mm-hmm. when he was coming at like um, the victims of sexual assault. Yes, that was another. And a lot tell you. of people were like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you've went to basically." He came at like the women. Like, because this is very, because he came with the women who accused Louis of um, sexual assault. And he, he, again, he prefaces it by saying Louis was wrong. Mm -hmm. However, like, he was talking about the women who say, like, uh, you know, he ruined my comedy career, he ruined my comedy dream. And he was like, he basically said, these women have brittle spirits. And I was like, oh my goodness. That is that is the epitome of reckless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just to say, in this climate, to say something like that. Mm -hmm. But then he compared it, he was just like, all right, well, if that if that, it's like how 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 much was that dream of yours if that was the thing that could deter you from pursuing your dream he's like what if king would have been out here and just like you know i have a dream oh my god is that his you know what i mean and like getting in, that would have right. stopped the dream right um and that that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way but like and this is why i love him as a comedian because it's like you can say that rub people the wrong way but you can't say that people weren't thinking that and if the comedian's job is to like say the thing that people aren't thinking and present it in a way that says you know, you want to be funny ultimately, but sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes you say the truth. Mm-hmm. And for certain people who felt that, were like, "Oh, okay." He said, in a, it's funny because I, I didn't think you'd say it, and it's also truthful." And you, you have to be, you have to be prepared to be like, "I might lose half the room," mm-hmm. and I guarantee you, he lost half the room mm-hmm. when he said that. Yeah. But you can't be afraid to say something that you think and you know other people think is true. I get it. You know, and I was like, kudos to him for doing that. Now, do I agree with everything how he said it? Or like, could I have said it that way? Absolutely not. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have the skill or, you know, the, the, the lending the game to yeah. do something like that. But I'm like, to think that I didn't think that, like, did you really quit because, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I thought that. I got you. Right or wrong, I know I thought that. Right. You I know? guess I, what I'm wrestling with, even as you talk, is like, is that enough to applaud someone? Like, is 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 it is it virtuous? Uh, like, is that enough? How to say this? Like does it in the end of the day does it matter if someone is brave enough to say something that you can just be like yo I didn't think anyone would say that I don't know if that's inherently virtuous you understand what I'm saying I don't think it is in regular conversation but I think on stage that's part of the task that we're given is to be like ain't nobody gonna say nothing about this like that's that's part of the test we're giving it. Or I would say we, as comedians, they're slowly going away from that. That used to be something of like, oh, okay, this dude is saying something that no one will say. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, I'm in clubs all the time, and you see people like they're 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 saying what they're saying for the applaud for the agreement. Everybody's preaching to the choir. People do music and like people, this all you know the time. I mean? and, yeah, we see the music, so it's just like, like all right, we're like we're losing something by not having people at least say, I don't know, maybe we should think about this a little differently. I, feel, I might be wrong on this, but let me see how how let me pull the audience mm-hmm. with this. You know, I think that is to be a plot because I think he's very smart. He knew what he was doing when he said that. I feel like that part didn't add anything for me, but mm-hmm. I think he was funny enough to get away with it. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not objective in that way. Like, mm-hmm. I would have been really, really angry if someone less 
funny you said that. I, yeah. I feel like that. Yeah. That and that's one of the things that always is like, like, what are we willing to let people get by doing yeah. if we, if they're lo- great? Yeah. If they have this amazing talent, we're just like, yeah, no one else do that. Yeah. But okay, we'll let you get by this time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think. I, 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 yeah, I agree. I don't think he necessarily add anything to the conversation. But I will say to the comedy community, he's the only one that because anybody anybody else that even remotely said anything that were like, well, I don't know about oh, you know, or women, you know, mm-hmm. was that all oh, that was gone immediately. Like that mm-hmm. was just like you didn't touch it, mm-hmm. you know. So I was just like, oh yeah, he's the only one that could do that. Because some people will do shocking things like that. And that is the punchline, like because right. they're mm-hmm. not funny, so they just go there to be shocking. Yeah, and like so, yeah, yeah, and that's why I'm like, in that way, that's why I don't, I don't have this reflexive. I love Chappelle, like mm-hmm. I'm about it. I'm not a comedian, but just as a, as someone who gets up on stage and talks to an audience that you don't know what they, what the audience comes into the right. venue with, what their thoughts are about things. There's a level of admiration and a respect that I have for Chappelle for his role. Um, but I just, you know, I know there, I know there are comedians who get up there and say things that people thought, but never said, I don't know if we praise Anthony Jeselnik the same way. I don't know if we praise, you know, um, Tosh to, right. you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. and so it just makes me go, then why, why then is it like, because Chappelle did it, it's okay. And I, and I, all I can go back to is to me, the truest thing is what Corinne said, which is that. I just find him funnier mm-hmm. than the other guys, which makes me be like, "All right, <laughs> I, I'll let yeah. you go." You but know, what I also mean? think there's there's a little more thoughtfulness. Like you look at Chappelle, like there's more. Probably like, that's why yeah. we find it funny. It's like he thought about this. Yeah. Like you know, he's not. He, he doesn't, doesn't have to say anything for shock value anymore. I'll say this about what I like about the way Chappelle comes to some of his things. He feels it feels like he meanders to it. Like it feels like he's walking through it. Like I he. He feel it feels like he's figuring it out as he's talking, mm. which he very well might have the point. Like I know where I'm going, yeah. But it feels like I don't know, you know. Yeah. And it, it feels like he's want, whereas like even someone like Chris Rock, Chris Rock is has the premise, locks it in, yeah. repeats it, yeah, <laughs> says yeah. the thing in, repeats it, it's repeats very definite. it. Goes around, talks about it from five different angles, mm-hmm. repeats the line about women don't need like, right, 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 <laughs> like right. that's that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's the, that's the way he runs it. So I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I uh, it it made me, I put it like this. It's definitely interesting viewing. Like I was engaged the, the entire time. Yeah. I know Dan. You said you still got to watch the second, yeah. the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, if y'all are out there, man, and y'all y'all have your, some thoughts on it, please hit us up. Let us know. Like, do y'all think? Chappelle went too far do y'all think like it was people are just being too like sensitive and PC or like or which one did you find funny I don't know what I'll say is this though like that's not the only comedian that has been in the news but we're gonna talk about some more Mm. after this break this episode of Off the Record is brought to you by We Society apparel merchandise and inspiration to change the world get 10% off any order at weapparel.co by using the code Fourth District. That's F O R T H District. Connect with We Society at WeApparel.co to inspire bold action, united together, resolved. We are the ones we are waiting for. We Society. So, yeah, man. Um, like, like I said, like, we've 
that Chappelle was a nice story, an interesting yeah. story, like I said, to bring us into 2018. We have since had some other interesting news with with your with your cohorts. With your, about, who are you talking about? <laughs> well, let's just stay in the special category, right? Oh, let's okay. just stay there. Because uh Chappelle got fifty million for these. 60. Four, 60. 60 million. Sixty million. He delivered four specials. He did. Uh sixty million, I'm not Corinne, you're smarter than all of us. Is sixty million more than five hundred thousand? Let me think. <laughs> I think it might be. <laughs> I, I, I can see in one of your yeah. performance. How many metrics. specials of five hundred thousand go into sixty million dollars? <laughs> oh man, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's a lot of time that Monique would have to be on stage to get man. Chappelle's money. So what? I guess basically the news is. Uh, did this? I feel like this has been talked about in so many cycles. I'm like, did this happen last week? Was it earlier this it week? It was last week, I believe. It was last week. Yeah. Okay. Basically, she went public with the fact that Netflix, Monique, uh, Oscar award winning, mm-hmm. lest you forget, right? Uh, Oscar award winning Monique. Great actress. Oscar award winning award winning co- actress, actress <laughs> and go. comedian. I'm gonna, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. She uh, played she, herself. She she went ahead and uh, she came forward with the fact that like uh, Netflix offered her uh, five hundred thousand dollars for one special, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Yo, this is this is insane. This is entirely too low." Dave she also said it was what sexist. <laughs> She, oh, oh yeah. She said it was. She said it was sexist and racist, yes. I believe. And she pointed to Chappelle, the amount that Chappelle got, but she definitely pointed at Amy Schumer, yeah. who Amy Schumer was initially offered was it eleven million, eleven million, yeah. and then she negotiated after up hearing to, about what Chappelle got. She's like, yeah, I think I can get a little more. She got thirteen million, yeah. like two million more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yes, Monique came out and she was like, "Look, they treating me wrong." Y'all need to cancel your Netflix account. Boycott. <laughs> Boycott Netflix. Later, and uh, yeah, I will say Wanda Sykes also spoke up mm-hmm. in support of her and said that's more than she was offered. Which is insane. <laughs> and so it really does point to this, it, you know, in the in this conversation that has to do with pay equity and and it, with regards to you know men and women, this got thrown into this large com- larger conversation, and uh, yeah, and a lot of people took to sides. Yeah, and what I found interesting about it is that I saw more than enough uh, black people who were like, "Nah, I'm not riding with there you." There were Monique. a lot. There were a lot. A lot. There's a lot of reasonable thinking black people in this world. Uh-huh. Okay. There we go. Okay. There we go. So where are we at with this? Where uh-huh. put it like this. I will I'm not gonna put you on the spot initially, Corinne, but let me let me continue with you, David. No. Let me go with you, Dan. Yeah. Let's, go, let's go to the least educated opinion <laughs> in the circle. But the bravest. No, That's um, true. No, no, no. But um do you think she do you think I took I took Chappelle's words reckless. <laughs> do you think uh, Do you but, think that is underpaid? Like in ter- like when you look at it, which is clearly no, weird because we, it's this. I before you talk because it's like I'm not making half a million doing anything right now. Uh, it, all up, but for relative to scale of that world, whatever. 
do you think she has a gripe? Not dealing with the idea of like what she's asking for it. Like in the sense of like she's asking people to boycott on her behalf. But aside not dealing with that part of it, do you think she has a legitimate beef to to at least ask Netflix or try to get more money out of Netflix? No. You don't think she has the right to ask oh, for she, more money? Oh, absolutely. She, she doesn't has have the, a stance no, to, she has to, 100%, to be like, yo, could, I'm worth more she could than say, your half a mil. If you want me to do my special, mm-hmm. I need you to pay me $15 million. Okay. And Netflix will be like, there's the door. Okay. You're not worth $15 million. Okay. We will go to 10 other comedians, give all of them you know, $500,000 or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'll have the, like, we want to own the comedy space. We're asking you to do it for 500,000. And then it's like, all right, well, what about 2 million? Okay. Maybe now that now we're in a ballpark of what we see, we're going to get a return on our investment from you. Mm-hmm. And part of being in the, sh- in show business is figuring out how to negotiate mm-hmm. or being a part of any business mm-hmm. is figuring out how to initially get like push them beyond their limit yeah. and then find out if it's worth it to you when you guys do come to some sort of terms of what is agreeable. Mm -hmm. And if you want to bitch and moan about like what you feel like you're worth and no one's willing to pay it, I have a hard reality for you that you're just not worth it. Mm -hmm. Now, this is a different scenario to me than like the one-to-one scenario in the corporate environment that like one person is doing the exact same job. Okay. And like most likely are are reasonably doing the same um uh like quality of work in that job and it comes out like the the disparity that to me is a completely separate issue okay in a corporate environment okay this to me as you are a freelance worker you own your own business Mm. it's it's a lot like uh, an athlete like why i have the the most logical argument against or why players should kneel and it's not like in like most people will say well you can't kneel in your place of work or mm-hmm. you would get fired no player they are an entity unto themselves and they are in contractual agreement with another entity to work like play with that entity okay. so like each athlete each star each comedian owns their own business and it is up to them to negotiate on a free market because if i were monique and if it was me and i was sitting in her corner mm-hmm. and like say that they, they couldn't come to terms mm-hmm. or they won't they won't it, it appears that they won't mm-hmm. i would go to i would go to youtube and be like all right cool like i i want to give a middle finger to netflix mm-hmm. youtube is the thing right now mm-hmm. like there's i mean youtube stars like david dobrik makes like 10 or 15 million dollars a year Mm. putting out like weekly vlogs Mm -hmm. hey what can we do how can we can i do four specials with you Mm -hmm. that you you guys really push and can we get somewhere in the ballpark of a million dollars just so i can drive traffic to you guys and Mm. we can kind of partner on this thing okay and and because there's platforms are all competing with one another and Mm so it you got to play the game and if you think you're just gonna like throw a fit because one of those platforms doesn't respect you like that's ridiculous to let me. me ask this and i don't know this because i haven't read have, have you guys seen has have you has she expressed a number that she did want or just or i never just, saw a number okay yeah, i just heard that i just know she like compared a, it she was to, just like this is a, it, this is a you know i think she just was so offended by mm-hmm. the, the the number mm-hmm. but it's like i don't know like i Dave, I don't want to steal your thunder, so please take this and run with it. But mm-hmm. like, she doesn't have a, the like the draw. Like, I 
I I saw the Netflix special and I started watching it as soon as it came live and then all of the family and New Year's and all those things and so I just have returned to it. Mm. But the, Chappelle, Chappelle makes me want like mm. makes me turn my head and say, I'm gonna save that for later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Monique doesn't have that for me. Like I think like it's honestly a little bit of a joke. Like I remember when she was on like Sister Sister, like or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the Parker's. The Parker's. Parker's. Yeah, Parker, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever the show was, like mm she's an actress she's a singer like i don't know i didn't even know that she was a comedian until all of this came out she is a queen of comedy mm-hmm. she was, a, was <laughs> she a like, queen like of comedy. again that 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 could be true and she could be great on mm-hmm. stage but as a person who isn't a like i am the target audience of netflix meaning i don't know what the hell is mm-hmm. really going on in the inter like mm-hmm. inner circles of comedy yeah mm-hmm. so they're gonna go to people like the the names of dane cook and the people that maybe even the inner circles of comedy have been ostracized and said you're no longer welcome here mm-hmm. but still have a huge draw yeah i just wanted to i was i was gonna i don't know all the things offhand but i want to make sure that i'm not like underselling her even in this conversation <laughs> like i i mentioned the oscar thing as the act which David is quick to point out that's for being an actress, but <laughs> but like she has chops at like this is co- a business co- comedian. Thing. This is oh, yeah. a business thing to me. I don't care how good at comedy she is. She needs right. better people. Well, what I want to say is this though. Along with that, I'm just I'm pointing out the fact that she has a resume. Um, that I don't know what other people have. I don't know what Cat Williams has gotten. I don't. That's what I was trying to find out. I don't know what Michael Che got because Michael Che got before he was announced head writer for SNL. Like I don't know. I let's put it like this: D. Ray Davis said he got five million for his special. Oh, I didn't know that. Right. So when you so when I'm throwing out these (laughs) names of people that I'm sure Dan, you're not watching. Right. I don't know who that is. Right. That's what I'm saying. But. And it's very fair to I say that Monique. It's very fair to say Monique, largely black audience, mostly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And she had her whole thing. It's a very like, it's a very like sassy, opinionated, like all the things that sound like stereotypical things to say about black women. Yes. But like, she owns that space, yeah. like, and has been in that space for years, for like decades. And so, I want to be clear that this isn't someone who just showed up on the scene trying to do comedy. Yeah. She has a resume doing this. And I agree that it's not like this actually doesn't even have to do with whether you're good at comedy nope. or not, which is why I'm not talking about that. I'm literally talking about your draw. what she's yeah. The draw, What's your draw? which is why I'm looking, which is why I'm not going to Chappelle numbers. I'm not even going to Amy Schumer numbers. I'm literally looking at someone like D Ray. I did not know D Ray got five. Now that's according to D-Ray. Yeah. So I don't know, but I'm just saying, so, so, if he's anywhere in that ballpark, I think there's something to stand on to at yeah. least argue for why you should get like, yeah. like that should be enough to be like, yo, I have ground to stand on to negotiate better. Mm-hmm. And D-Ray's people probably like understand how the system work. Like, here's the hard part for me, and people just need to get on board with this. Like, and I had to learn this the hard way, starting like my business 10 years ago Mm -hmm. selling that business starting other businesses like i went it it took me like i'll just put my cards on the table like talking about financial growth and like Mm. negotiating contracts took me five years that first business to grow to a million dollars in revenue and it took me a year 
in a subsequent business. Mm -hmm. And that was primarily because I figured out how to wine and dine people Mm -hmm. and figure out, hey, like, what is the contract that you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Like, don't play me. Just like, let's like, like we're two drinks in now. It's like, man, yeah, we we got like, we have $200,000 to spend and we just got to kind of figure out, okay, cool. Before I was get like, I was do, I would do the project for like 25,000. And now we're talking like, way bigger numbers and all it took was like the right like conversation and and networking Mm -hmm. and d-rock or whatever whatever his name is Mm -hmm. probably has a manager or somebody that's that's handling him that's like oh i know a guy who knew a guy i know Mm -hmm. a guy let's go grab drinks with them and let's just have a conversation about what their big budget is and like let's just ask for the smallest piece of that pie Mm -hmm. like Hey, we want you know ten percent of your operating budget for comedy in in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. That nets out to five million dollars. Doesn't sound like a lot. Okay, cool. Like now, yeah. Like I think we could probably work a deal. Like mm-hmm. maybe you can do some like pub for us and promotion. Mm-hmm. And can we tie in this and that? At that now that now that like you're now they're on to something. Like Monique needs to look at her camp and say. Right. Why don't Why don't you know how to do this? So what I want to clarify, though, because I, I think it's important in the conversation is what you are talking about is method. Sure. You understand what I'm saying? And mm. that's not been the criticism completely of Mo- a lot of there's a large portion of the criticism of Monique's stance that has to do with like you ain't worth more. Like mm-hmm. you not you know what I'm, you under, and that's a different argument than right. you don't know how to get more. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So like sure. like not knowing how to get what you're worth and you not being worth this are two different arguments. Yes, and I I would say and so to make the thing that you ain't worth this amount, it's like that's not what it is. Yeah. No, it's not that. And so we should not be ever saying that Monique, you're not worth this amount because there's plenty of people you're who get wor- overpaid what they're actually. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking saying. Right. Netflix specials. <laughs> trust me, that is the talk in the comedy community. It's like that brother got how much <laughs> exactly, for this, and that special was but trash. We say this on Fourth and Ten all the time. You yeah. are worth what you get. Well, okay, part part of what I'm saying is Netflix clearly doesn't know because they they've given a lot of money to people who don't do that well. Now, not, I'm not talking about on stage. I'm talking about like their their numbers aren't that well. So they they've overspent on less proven people. Monique so, is yeah. a proven like she has a base, mm. and so. That five hundred initially, I was like, uh, but that five hundred thousand, I was like, you, you did wrong, it like that, like you're missing that throwing that five hundred, insulting her with that five hundred thousand, you've missed out on a huge base of people who are very much so underserved, who would die, like who would be all about Netflix, and so that was bad on Netflix part, not knowing how much she could reach now, and that's very ba- much a possibility, yeah. right? Like there, could, there's a very real possibility that whoever's booking comedy at Netflix mm. is losing their job. No, well, they because, have. I know they they okay. have. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> they, yeah, be, because know. they are making decisions based upon how, who's buying the best drinks for me versus mm. Mm. who is like who am I actually booking as far as putting putting a talent roster together? Mm-hmm. It, apparently, it is happening. Yeah. So like. These things shake out mm-hmm. like yeah. the system is a free market system, and I believe and like as yeah. a business person, like I believe in that system, and you, you have to figure out how to play by the rules. I still think it's hard out there for black women. Say that. I mean, I, that's, that's the deal. I <laughs> yeah. mean, I don't know how much. I know she should have gotten more than five hundred thousand. I don't mm. know how much more, but Amy Schumer was able to negotiate. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't think I don't think Amy Schumer deserved more money. 
<laughs> See, I, as a comedian, here's my thing: as a comedian, yeah. I'm like, get all the money because that no, means it's more money it, yeah. for people like me. They're going to throw yeah. out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I don't want to put a show a return on that money. Like, right? Like, yes. Chappelle, I'm sure, is probably going to show a return on yes. sixty million. Yes. And D Ray, D Ray is go. probably yeah. not going to show a return on his yeah. five million. He probably is though. That 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 I think that did number. Like, and this is the thing: how you can prove it. And this is this is my one critique of Monique is D Ray tours currently mm-hmm. so you have an idea of like oh he's selling out this theater that theater this mm-hmm. theater oh okay people know Monique has not been on tour and, it's, and that's mm-hmm. the same thing with Wanda like I don't think they've been on tour mm-hmm. for people to know what they what it looks like mm-hmm. so you know what I mean so yeah, I do so, think I do think yeah I, as far as I can tell like Wanda will stay doing a um, will stay doing a, a, a night somewhere but yeah. won't necessarily like to your point won't go on the road. Right. Won't go on the road anywhere. You know, right. like, so where it's not something where it's like she's got 30 dates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you'll yeah. see her For whatever. Netflix to be like, oh, okay. Like this is, mm-hmm. you could, like they gave Cat, they didn't have a problem giving Cat Williams because it's like he's he's still been touring. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's Getting always touring. and touring. That's right. all he's so been So it's like, doing. okay, we see. I was actually very number. surprised to see like that he had a special <laughs> just because of his arrest. And oh, all yeah. The, yeah. Well, he yeah. talks about it too. Yeah. Does he still have the perm? Uh, no, what did he say? He said, he said, I got the haircut of like a, a, a civil rights activist. <laughs> <laughs> like he was going to keep fighting. I was like, oh, okay, like you ain't, you ain't back where, back where you was, but yeah. like you still like, oh, okay, you still got it. What's, you know, it's just, it, I think it's interesting because like, um, you know, with, with all of the, to your point, which, which I think is important that you brought up, Corinne, is that like, there is, you see this intersection of like, it's just tough, man. Cause like there's so many things that go into this pot because when I look at it, it's like there's no way to deny the numbers bear out that like black women suffer Mm -hmm. the worst at this intersection of pay however I'm also I'm also aware of these parts where I'm just like this is where I'll go to the method side of it that you were talking that that, you know we were talking methodology around it in comparison we have the floated story of of Tracy Ellis Ross Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Anthony Anderson mm-hmm. uh, for the show Blackish, in which she, in discovering the huge gap between their pay, mm-hmm. she, what was alleged is that she has said, I will be taking, uh, I, I, might, I might take uh, st- some steps back with how present I am on the show to do outside work um, because I'm not being paid you know, uh, equitably to, to Anthony Anderson. Now I think there's other things that go into that, but I do think that's a different approach than y'all cancel your basic cable yeah. and no longer view was that on ABC, ABC or something like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like that's, you know, it's Monique, Monique basically asked everyone else yeah, yeah. that was <laughs> <laughs> to be like, y'all. Yeah. On the grounds tri- of racism and sexism. Right. let and and it, it it sucks is like she's not all the way wrong. Mm, you know mm, what I mean? Mm. Like she's just not all the way wrong. Like again, I'm speaking from the comedy community. Yeah. You'll see people like people are yeah. on Tiffany Haddish now, right? But she'd been dope for a while, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She'd been and then her level of dope had been better than a lot of these guys that were given these opportunities who weren't 
weren't able to hang. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain comedians and you'll see on TV all the time and they get chance after chance and it fails and it fails. Why do they keep getting chances to fail and fail and fail and fail yeah. again? And you're just like their special wasn't good. Their like their draw is like okay, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. it's nothing that much different in even the metrics of what they're doing, but they keep giving a chance, keep giving a chance. So I'm just like, all right, like you can talk about Monique if you want, but like let's not act like she's all the way wrong. Let's not act like there there are tinges of like of sexism in there. The tinges of because like Wanda Sykes is 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 a like and I I think again go back to my point. Wanda Sykes is a legend in comedy. Like Monique is a legend in comedy. My thing is Netflix, and I feel like this is this is this is a point to like how business working. No, no, you got to know where the like where money's at. Mm -hmm. So you look at something like Marvel, right? Marvel's gonna break every record ever. Because mm. they 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 because of Black Panther, they're just gonna break all, and it's because people are buying more than one ticket to those things. Yeah. Like we've mm-hmm. been waiting on this. Yes, we've they, been waiting on this. Go and ahead. they constantly, like I'm just wondering when are they going to stop um, under predicting what numbers Black people are going to make? Because yeah. every movie they yeah. you know expect, oh we're not gonna get this much, and then they exceed it. So yeah. that we're not gonna sell in international. That we're not gonna like. When, how many times do we have to prove yeah. that we can do that, it before? Yeah. yeah, to that end, I think also CW recently reported like their show of Black, Black Lightning, Lightning has like the highest <laughs> premiere sales or yeah. premiere viewership in like a right. five, seven year history of, of the of the network or whatever. So there's definitely, there's definitely like all this evidence of underserved markets out there. Um, I said before, I think I had tweeted this, like when Tiffany Haddish was... Uh, had her first had hosted SNL and it was shown that mm-hmm. she was like the first female comedian stand up comedian to host black female stand up comedian to host SNL I was like yo this kind of crazy like that Wanda Sykes has never hosted yeah. it's crazy that I mean not that she's a comedian but it's crazy that Tracy Ellis Ross hasn't right. and I say that mm-hmm. just because these people now have bona fide like Tracy Ellis Ross has a golden glow or yeah. has a Emmy or whatever for her for her role. Wanda Sykes is decorated in that way. Mm-hmm. You would have thought Whippy Goldberg mm-hmm. would have hosted at you, some point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. it's sure. nuts that like like how how have right. these people slipped through the crack? And I guarantee you the ratings of those episodes would have been crazy. Uh-huh. So like you talking about like knowing your market, Monique. I'm like Netflix. You're missing out. Yeah. <laughs> you yes, know what I mean? But like, again, like I and I agree, like please don't hear me say that I don't feel like there's like systems in place that like Harry Harry Weinstein existed in Hollywood. Right. And, and he's a very like pillar of a system that supports oppression mm. and sexism uh and obviously not necessarily through him but like by tan- tangentially racism mm-hmm. um that like people like they uh, want the status quo to continue and and they and they fight for that so i'm not saying that that's not true right i know but what i am saying is there is a like a democratization of how people consume media now mm-hmm. and you don't when one avenue doesn't work mm-hmm. there is there's two or three others like biting at that platform's heels and would kill to have something of value when they do look at the money and the return and all and they really are coming at it from a financial return aspect like I know for a fact that like uh, like DirecTV AT&T has gone and basically scooped up all of Vine Mm -hmm. to create content for DirecTV's exclusive platform like they said Oh, Twitter, you don't want them? We'll take them. Right. And so, like, 
everyone everyone's getting in the yeah. content game so i think i just don't buy the fact like like that yes there isn't there is a very real issue but there also is a solution i feel you so i to, I, I agree with you 100 percent there mm-hmm. what i would say is what monique is doing and i feel like she's not getting credit for this because maybe how she's doing is wrong but like you're saying go go somewhere else and i agree with that it's free market go somewhere else but at the same time you should challenge the people who are systematically messing up other people so it's like all right netflix like i'll go here but you know you've you've missed out on like you say you're it's good business it's clearly not good business like if there's anybody at netflix that had any kind of eye of like what a what the underserved market who just in tune with that they'd be like no 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 no. let's like let's negotiate with it let's give it this and then you know what i mean like and we'll get our money we know we'll get our money i, I agree i think if i was with her if like i was giving her advice i'd be like okay let's let's show that let's show yeah. the oh, world what we can do you're let's, less of let's you're less of let me tell you how you messed up i'll show you how show, you messed I would up go yeah, put, i would go put out like a a 20 minute set on youtube for free and mm-hmm. be like i was gonna do and this it'll do numbers and i was mm-hmm. i was gonna do this 20 minute or i was gonna do an hour version of this 20 minutes mm-hmm. for netflix and they said they i wasn't worth it that i couldn't do numbers here's 20 million views thanks mm-hmm. yeah like who's ready to write me a check for the full hour yeah. would that be youtube i think youtube red, red. yeah because yeah. i YouTube, always get notifications YouTube I'm like, red. Oh, I'm not buying hulu this, needs content direct tv yeah. does exclusive content now facebook's yeah. doing exclusive content yeah. now like and i will say this like i you know it, it would not I wouldn't be we wouldn't be honest brokers if we didn't at least admit that Monique has a history of going about some things wrong. <laughs> she does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of like goes yeah, off yeah. the, you know. We'll keep that yeah, yeah. right here. You know, we don't have to dwell on that, right. but I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's going to take a lot for me to cancel my Netflix. Yeah. I mean, it'll have to be more yeah, than one incident. I'm like, Monique, do you even have Netflix to be just asking people to give up yeah. all this entertainment? I'm like, you know saying. what's out right now? <laughs> I'm yeah. just saying. Come she, on, Monique. And, and the other thing that I thought was kind of another point of difference I'd say between Chappelle and Monique is just that like people forget Chappelle came to them with them shot yeah you know what I'm saying like like it wasn't a thing of like yeah. yo Netflix I need you to put up the cost mm-hmm. to do this mm-hmm. clearly people are in different you know financial sure. uh, right. you know have different financial mobility but I was just saying like Chappelle shot in at like that was like the yeah. Louis side of it where it's like yeah. I've got the specials in the can do you want it yeah because I can like just go somewhere else event like shooting that event 50k mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. not that expensive mm-hmm. to get a full crew direct, like it's like uh, it's a, that's a boss move to be like I know someone's gonna buy this oh, yeah. yeah versus kind of the like that Netflix knows they have her in a corner like versus where Chappelle's coming it's like I'm gonna sell this to someone would you like to purchase it well, tomorrow then, I'm gonna go across the street to X, Y, or Z but if you believe that she, they have her in a corner then I mean what what is she's her putting move, herself then? she's putting herself in that corner she oh, is limiting okay. herself to like this one like you are the platform I wanna work with okay versus kind of pl- slow playing her hand to be like I'm shopping like my special would you like to buy right and and i think when you do again you gotta play the free market you gotta play play that card yeah man i it's a lot there y'all let us know if monique is uh wrong right maybe both in between between. oh there's nuance as as erica badu will teach us 
Yeah. Y'all can hop into I mean we've stayed on these comedians There's another comedian We can talk about We ain't gotta talk about it. We can go no, other we, we'll do We can do a side B We'll, we'll, we'll do We'll do a comedian side And then we'll do uh... <laughs> Oh man My dude's gotta We gotta We gotta watch it <laughs> Got a lot going on man I'm just gonna say this There was an There was an There was an article Narrative Article That came out In Babe I think was the name Of the online property Yep Um Having to do with a a a date that occurred with Aziz Ansar, Aziz Ansari, mm-hmm. Ansar, yeah, mm-hmm. I forget Aziz. Aziz. Uh, nonetheless, um, it was I think the woman, the girl was like twenty three or twenty three years old. Twenty three, I remember that. But she was a photographer. Yeah. She met Aziz at like I think some red carpet thing or something like that. Mm-hmm. They bonded over cameras. Yes, and exchanged information. Uh, and then they then they got together later. I mean, on another occasion. Subsequent event. Yeah, uh, on a date, and there was um, I think they did go get something to eat, but they ended up back at his place. Mm-hmm. And from there, uh, it goes into detail about the woman's um, the way in which she felt. Uh, you know, um, she felt like pressured and coerced and that there was and you know I don't even know if this saying but if anyone dealing with anything like is you know just trigger warning this is dealing with uh, uh, themes around assault and you know uh, sexual coercion and things like that so anyway to continue they have this uh, they have this encounter at his place and it's a lot of like back and forth like her basically like kind of being like hey I don't I don't really want to do this right now and then like them stopping and then them picking back up again and in the midst of this entire night there was like oral sex I believe mm-hmm. uh, and it, it just I felt like there was at least three or four times when it would like start and then mm, stop, yeah. start and stop. And like each time, now she, ne- each time she never explicitly said, no, stop. I never want to like, do not do this. Like I want to, like she never said those words, but she right. said equivalency words. Mm-hmm. Like she said things that were like, she said things that were like, I don't want to feel forced was I think one thing that she said. She said, uh, I don't want to, I think she said, I don't want to do this tonight or yeah. or some, something like that. Um, and in those moments, like Aziz was like, "Hey, okay," and they would stop, and then they, but then they would start fooling around again. Right. Um, anyway, they didn't end up having full intercourse, if I remember correctly. But she left. There, there was, and y'all can jump in if I'm missing a part. But there was, there was a particular part towards the end in which she was just like, "Okay, you know, we need, you know, I." I'm getting out or we need to, this needs to end or right. whatever. Aziz called a Uber for, her, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she got in the Uber, used the pseudonym name that she was given and left. And that was that. However, she sent, I believe a text mm-hmm. the next day or closely after and was just like, Hey, this was, you know, basically she like explained to him, like, this was really not cool. I didn't, you know, I felt like this was, uh, you know, I don't know if she used assault in that, in that 
I don't think she used a saw. I don't know if she used a saw. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah. Y'all, if y'all listening, I am not looking at anything as I'm reciting the story. But but anyway, she basically let him know that she did not enjoy that night, that that there was, you know, she was not comfortable, that she felt like it was, I think she used a date from hell or something like. She did. She used that phrase or whatever and just like that this was, you know, not, this was just not what she wanted. Aziz responded like, you know, I'm sorry. We, I think he said like we had different. Ex, I don't see if he said we had different experience or we just read the scenes, read it wrong yeah. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that. But however, in the midst of this conversation being put together as an article, and she said that what what came out in the article is one of the reasons why she went public with her story because this happened I believe back in October November of 2017 yeah it was it was a while back yeah but not too long not, ago I feel like it was <laughs> I feel like it was like it was like before I don't, I don't forget but it, it it felt like it was like months like a few months ago like maybe six yeah months ago. I, I just I, it wasn't a year though it, it was, was like, not a year yeah, yeah less like, than a year for like, sure um, and basically she said what pr- prompted her to go public with her story was um, he was uh, at the, I believe it was the Golden Globes, and he had the Times Up pin and yeah. things like that. And so, seeing him advocate for uh, being, you know, part of the men who advocated for uh, women's rights and uh, you know calling out sexual abusers and sexual assault and things like that, that bothered her. She viewed it as hypocritical based off of her experience with him. And so that is where she went public with the story. Since then, it's kind of like, kind of erupted in a lot of interesting ways because I think that you saw he had, um, there was definitely like him being dragged into this Me Too conversation and people, you know, very much airing their grievances about Aziz and his performance and his behavior in that dating. But there was as there was definitely vocal um, opponents of the girl, uh, women who um, there was an article in The Atlantic wrote um, about like how Aziz is being, you know, unfairly demonized and taken down. There was very vocal like commentary that was done on, I believe it was either CNN or HL, HLN. I can't remember the um, the cat, newscast who spoke out about it, but she was very much like, you know, this is a, you know, a date from hell you, or this is a bad date. This isn't assault. This isn't these other things that you are painting him as. Um, and you see these rip not I won't even say riffs, but you're seeing like the Me Too conversation become a lot more nuanced, a lot people having to figure out a little bit more that's going on there because um you know it it felt a lot easier in some ways to look at a monster like Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. and be able to be like yo he's cut. clearly wrong this is all bad or whatever this i think pulls on a lot of different threads which you, which you'll also see oftentimes a lot of different like some of these threads are also generationally right like if you look at older women's responses to this versus kind of younger responses, you'll see a lot of the older women are like, Hey, you could have left you, you know, they, they're Mm -hmm. kind of like, that's kind of the position. Like you have agency, like the way you're writing this, you, you act as though you didn't have any, a lot of the women, a lot of younger, you know, feminists are also viewing it like, Hey, like, there's there is no means no but there is also like positive consent like yes means yes like you shouldn't just be looking for the absence of a no Mm -hmm. you should be looking for the presence of a yes 
in in this conversation and so it's a lot y'all it's a lot it's a lot uh, <laughs> I'm gonna back away quite a bit that's what I got <laughs> no nah, but any thoughts about all of it uh yeah so Corinne have yes <laughs> so I guess the first thing about like having agency and no means no I guess in some situations you don't know like there's always it, there's never a good Either way, it's not going to go with, well for you. Like, the repercussions are still there. Like, right. some situations, it's clear. Like, if you're in someone else's home, then there's, like, a differential of power. Mm, like, because I could yeah. think of, um, you know, like, in graduate school, if, like, my peers, the other graduate students did something that was uncomfortable, I'd feel comfortable, just slap them in the face. Right. And then they get it, and then that doesn't happen again. Your but peers, your equals. Professors do that. Like, I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. what do I do now? Like, mm-hmm. do I that won't go well for me this isn't cool mm-hmm. but then this might not go well for me Power so dynamics. i think yeah. um you know when she's in his home like she doesn't know you know you know what's up with that and then another thing with him that's interesting i think he marketed himself as oh i'm this like cute nerdy guy and the women don't love me so so he's a (laughs) personal brand marketing yeah so he's like you know in his stand-up or whatever i got that vibe so Mm. he is a particular brand the fuck boy Mm. that i'm very familiar with like the dude that you meet at church who's like i'm a nice guy or like the like the whole nice guys finish last when you're really a douchebag. Like <laughs> yeah. to give a particular Ooh, yeah. example. I yeah. mean, yeah. example like a guy was like, okay, let's go on a date, whatever, and we mm. had a date day, and then like I figured, okay, a couple days later I'll come and um like make a plan, right? Mm. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm not gonna like call him to check up on it because I don't really care. But then like the day of, like I get a text at 12:30 p.m. No, midnight, 12.30. Okay. Are you coming over? And I don't remember whether I... I think I may have just ignored it. Yeah. But then he goes on Facebook and writes this whole thing about nice guys finish last. Wow. And like, wow. yeah, yeah, wow. right? And then there's so the other... So manipulative. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, so you're like, yeah. you think you're a good guy. Or then other guys that are just jerks will so be like, oh, you don't know. It's because you don't want a good man. I'm like, no, <laughs> you're not a good man. Like, right. So I feel like there's a whole brand of guys Ooh. that are thinking they're good guys, but Yo, they're really... They're, real. <laughs> <laughs> they're the worst. So I, feel like, I feel like he's that brand of him thinking, oh... I'm such a nice guy's finish last or whatever and mm. I'm like no mm. you're a douche that's all I have to say fair enough there it is what you got to say with your penis uh, Dan <laughs> nothing <laughs> please I don't have, say anything I with your penis nothing, I have no. nothing to say but um, no the story like when you read how did you feel when you read like yeah. the story because it's a very it's not an objective story. Like it's a very, it's a, it's a narrative. It's a personal, it's you know, one, story. One account of yeah, the story. Yeah, and absolutely. I think, um, and not to ever discount one side of the story, but I think, um, you know, the truth typically lies between the two versions of any, any of any story. And so, I kind of, you know, when I read the story, I felt like Aziz Ansari is an idiot. Hmm. He put himself in a bad situation. She put herself in a bad situation, uh, and there was probably there was probably some sort of like pressure and fear and um, on on her part, uh, and I think that that should be you know 
that should be sympathized with and you know um and in compact and she should like i have compassion on her for someone who's an aspiring photographer in the presence of someone who is you know a very famous individual like Mm -hmm. and then being intimate with that individual so like i can understand that 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 there is a power dynamic involved um but i think really i let me i what i will say with my penis is just to aziz ansari and because i don't really understand the other side of the coin famous guys need to understand that there is a power dynamic i think that's the bottom line for me is like you need to understand that like most women are going to feel pressured like to go further than they would normally feel with joe schmo Mm -hmm. like most normal guys can be assholes but they can also like there's not there are is this peer-to-peer relationship in general now obviously there's exceptions to that but in this case you're a famous dude you need to be more careful with how you set up that relationship and you need to like so we we talk about this on don't do that bro this coming week so that's coming Mm. but we talk about how like on california college campuses there is like this you literally have to sign a contract to have sex with people now Mm-hmm. like on campus like if you are on a college campus and you are going to like have sex both people have to sign consent forms there's that no says, way everybody's like, signing that contract i'm sure not but like yeah, but i'm saying but, like, but, it, taken, but it protects everybody like mm-hmm. it protects all all parties involved mm-hmm. and so i do think that there is like this like aziz ansari needs to go to the next level and be like do you are you sure you want to do this Mm-hmm. Uh, and he needs to do the due diligence as kind of the the famous party involved. Um, and then other than that, it's just a sad situation because this is what happens when people have sex and they don't know each other. Mm. There's levels to that. Yeah. So what are guys even taught about consent? Because so, I know in high school we did like self-defense, like the women had self-defense class. But do they talk to the oh, guys not, about consent at all? all? We're we're woefully uh, ignorant. Is when it comes to that, as far as like education, a couple of things I want to say is uh, one, um, I, I did appreciate how they say it was sexual misconduct, mm-hmm. like that. I feel like wording is very important because like he's not Harvey Weinstein, right? You know what right. I mean? Like even right. the, even the apology after you could say what you want about people's apologies, mm-hmm. but him and Net recognizing like, oh, that's how you felt, my bad. I'm gonna apologize there. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's that's important, right? Um, I think <laughs> I said this. I said this. I was talking to somebody, and I was like, "This is we're in a very interesting time in society, and uh, and I think it's actually good for women because what's happening is men. You talk about what we're taught. Men are finally gonna start having to have sex with women, <laughs> and right. not like because like we you talk about what we've been taught. Yeah, we've been taught to have sex like sex." In women on like or right. whatever whatever but right, like right, right, so right. Like, all I heard when this like this dude is not picking up on cues mm. right so he's he's is in a conquest mode and he's not picking up on cues where right. she's like I'm not comfortable with this right and now we're in a time where like men are gonna have to be like attentive to women and what in, in those in those situations where they're like what does she want like what do and because what she wants is only what I want in these yeah. situations right yeah. we've never been taught that now go to the idea of like consent and all that. We've been taught nothing. Most of us have not been taught 
We even taught no doesn't mean no. And you know what I mean? Like, mm. no means, sure, no means no, but like, you could get away with a couple more tries after no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what this story exhibits. Because, yeah. like, what, what I think one of the things that has come out oftentimes, and, and I want you to go back to what you're saying, but one of the things that came out is like, oh, you know, and this came out in a tweet, like people would be like, well, why didn't she leave? Why didn't she leave? And I'm like, okay, you could focus on that, mm -hmm. but you could also look at every time that she expressed that she did not want to go any further. He like calmed her and was like, okay, mm -hmm. we don't have to do anything else. But then but he then resumed. He and so it becomes this thing where it's like, yeah, what you have is an aggressor with mm -hmm. something in mind who like calms the abuse or calms the harassment or calms right. the whatever mm -hmm. to the point to make the the subject you know comfortable right. and, and then resumes the assault yeah or you know i'm not using resumes the word assault of that but yeah, resumes yeah, all yeah. of that at a greater level than before yeah. and i think that that's one of the things that it's like okay yeah like yes you can leave but again the fault there lies like aziz has to own this part yes. of it you know what i'm saying we've because all been taught like manipulative conquest right that's what it's manipulative con like you're not and then you talk, it's even heightened when you become a public figure or celebrity yeah. or whatever so you know like again i'm, I'm I've, I've reached very little level of fame mm -hmm. <laughs> like no, no my like but there are moments like after shows and i'm wearing women and i'll just be like oh this is this is this is awkward yeah you, like and i'm like you're you're not your best self right now and you know what I mean? And yeah. like, if I'm enough, if I'm not who I want, if I'm not constantly trying to be the man that I want to be, right? Like these situations, that manipulative conquest is there. Yeah. yeah. And so if you're not constantly trying to be like, yo, I'm not trying to be X, Y, and Z person. Right. I'm trying to be the truest self to, to me and like what I stand for. You're it's that's easier. You're just gonna fall into your dumb brain and says, no, 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 why? like no, no, we be cool, be cool, but like don't, also like don't you know who I am? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and this is probably a person who, when he was coming up, was not getting play. Like he was, you know. So right. you have this newfound power mm. in the last few years, and you don't, you never knew how to read signs. And if you did, you you could get away with that whole mentality, like I'm the nice guy. And mm -hmm. so you look, you you now because of that power, you use that. Is now your manipulative tool right. that yeah. is your manipulative tool yeah. coupled with power which is dangerous yeah. you know what i mean so like like i think i think as men we have to learn like yeah we're we're, we're constantly uh the idea is like women we don't treat we don't act like women are people mm. that that have like that that give signs and like and like are telling us what they want you know what i mean like and and we're not recognizing our power in those because you talk about like the power dynamics you don't have to be famous. Right. We're just talking about like a woman in that situation and if they were with a man, some women, and you know, this is me coming of age and understanding this now. Someone like, yo, if I say no, this dude might harm me. Right. I need, you know what I mean? I have to be smarter. Like I have to be, I do what I have to do to get out. And I'm like, you as a man, you have to know that, which means you have to be asking those questions. You have to be like really listening to women. And or, or just wait until like further in the relationship where it doesn't become like, where we we are better than a conquest like yes. where it really is like i am in a, some sort of like understanding relationship like that that's longer than a night that's longer than a week that's longer mm, than yeah. like i mean because then once you get into that a longer committed thing like it's clear like right. there is no 
fear dynamic at play. Like you've created the relationship that there can be. I am not comfortable and but I want to see you tomorrow. Right. See you. Yeah. Like Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. It's, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of parts to it too. Also like and this goes uh, like dudes like we have to stop you you have to stop like I don't even know how to appeal to this but like stop even desiring coerced sex yeah you know what I'm saying yes. like like even if even if it's like if you're about like yo I want sex okay cool but like the you have to realize there are so many women who have had sex under duress yeah under co- coercion and like after it's all said and done you might look at it and think like oh well she gave it up like that you know what was the what was the issue she went along with it right she didn't want to though yeah. you know what i'm saying like yeah. you should want enthusiasm right. you should want <laughs> yeah, you someone start, think, who's you start like, thinking about like how many men yeah. have never had sex with women who wanted to have sex yeah with like it's in and like <laughs> like for real you and know when you mean? read like, that story when you read that narrative like even if you're just like oh she could have left or even if you're like this is like at the end of the day you you can tell there was nothing pleasurable about it because she even talks about the fact that like he would kiss me and i would just freeze up i just wouldn't i wouldn't react any Mm -hmm. type of way and i'm just like aziz like you couldn't pick up on the fact that like there was no Mm -hmm. movement no more and the only way you don't pick up on that is if you are in the mind frame of like i want what i want and as dudes, you know, it's got to, you know, we got to do better across the board. It's a con- you have to constantly, you, listen, you have to constantly check yourself. Yeah. Because it's very, I don't, and you don't Because every message we get yeah. and have gotten for so many years yes, has is, nothing to do with like, oh, like, check on her well-being. Yeah. Is this what she wants? Right. Is this an agreement? Like, yeah, it's, it's it, man, it was crazy. I, gotta, yeah. I read that story and I, let me say this though. I read this story and I've always not messed with Aziz. I just oh. want to be very clear about that. <laughs> like that's like You don't like Master of None? I thought it was good. Uh I I liked the role that they wrote him for um Tom Haverford in Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> but I had issues with Aziz long before any of this. Like I had issues not even like his like nice guy persona. I had issues with like what I viewed as his like weird uh, fetishism of black culture and the way in which he mm. built so much mm-hmm. of his stand up around fetishizing Kanye West and R. Kelly mm-hmm. and particularly R. Kelly because R. Kelly ain't, ain't out here messing with Indian girls. He ain't out here messing with white girls. He's messing with mm-hmm. black girl and yeah. him and his pitchforkization mm-hmm. of let me resurrect the 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 idea in this hipster way of who R. Kelly was like all these years, like that pissed me off all the time. And I'd be like, why do we give quarter this dude? Why do we, Mm -hmm. why Jay and Kanye, y'all letting him in the Otis video and he looks all giddy because he's like, yes, I'm around black people and I get to do this. Like I've always thought he was trash around those things. So it didn't, I didn't even have anything to do with like the sides of like, when he morphed into this feminist bastion of yeah. I, I'm I'm the short Indian guy from South Carolina who stands up for women. Like I didn't even deal with it. I just was like, yo, yeah, we I, deal with his other thing. Yeah, yeah, like I've never liked this part yeah. about him because he was part of bringing R. Kelly back into this f- fold where R. Kelly's doing songs with Gaga in 2011. I'm like, you know how many women he raped? You know how many underage mm. girls he been out here mal- yeah. like nah that are still I, in his basement right now I'm right. just saying like I will say this though and this is this is still to the disease thing yeah. but 
So was it the Golden Globes that just happened? Mm-hmm. Was it, and people mentioned the name, or and then people like had some sort of like boo or something to that effect. Oh, when did it, they? Okay, some, something of that nature. Here's what I'll say At to the that. SAG Awards because the SAG these, was this last. It weekend. might have. It was one of these awards after the misconduct and people kind of, you know, everybody was making a stand right, against yeah, the yeah. Okay. Yeah. To that, I will say um, Hollywood, get off of your high horse mm, because mm. for years you have applauded Woody Allen. Oh sure. And and, and all and still doing it. Sure. And who who we know is an unrepentive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sexual, oh, yeah. pre- yeah. you know what yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. and and who who didn't and you're just gonna you're not gonna say anything about that. So that that and is Roman Plants, pr- Roman Plants, like all these different people, and 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 then that you're gonna pick. And I'm not saying Aziz was right, or mm-hmm. I'm not trying to resolve him anything. What I'm saying is like you don't get you don't now get to have this moral high ground of like you. we're gonna stand against Aziz, Aziz, like it, <laughs> Aziz, Aziz is like you're picking on like yeah, you're picking for, on another person of color. Honestly, yeah, uh, yeah honestly, honestly uh, why yeah, you why you at it? Like a disposable person of color. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and yeah. so I was like, "Yo, that, Alec that was... Baldwin most recently came to the defense of Woody Allen. Like on Twitter, he was tweeting yeah. these things about, you know, it's like Woody Allen's great guy, da da da. Yeah. Um, but no, I I feel I'm not even like I said, I'm not raking Aziz over the coals around right. these things. <laughs> I'm looking at him as to what Corinne was saying most eloquently up front is like the fuckboyism in so many of us and the parts and the way in which that exhibits. So I'm using Aziz as test even for myself and like looking sure. at it and being like, yo, like have what have I thought about in those situations? Mm-hmm. Like what how did I process things or whatever? Or not process or things. not process them, right? And like there's ways in which I can be like, no, nah, I've not gone this far, but even if I've not gone that far, mentality wise, it's like I could I'm I'm more uh, accommodating yeah. of that line of thinking it, it, than I should be. Here's what I was thinking when you said that. I was like, as men, we have to recognize we're all, we're, you know how like an alcoholic is always an alcoholic? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, like a man is yeah. all, we are, we're all, because of our work condition and we grow, we're always going to be not the good guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're just not. Like the moment you're like, nah, I'm a good guy. That's when the not good guy <laughs> stuff comes in. So you have to, like you said, like when an alcoholic is like, I have to always t- remind myself that I'm an alcoholic. As a man, you have to always remind yourself, like I'm capable of terrible things based on the way society has given, <laughs> yeah. has given me like opportunities and the way society has, has I've, 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 I've um, accepted certain things in society. You have to constantly remind yourself, like I'm ready to fall at any moment. I and feel, so I need to keep myself aware of these things and yeah. constantly make my make sure that I'm doing the things that I need to do to create you know healthy spaces for everybody around me. I almost feel like it's the it's the humble conversation. You know, it's like mm. when you when you, like the moment you think you're humble, the yeah. moment you think you are exhibiting humility, it's like nope. Yeah. I think you've now moved out of that. Yep. Uh, which is you know uh, most recently, Dan, we discovered that. Uh, Time uh, magazine. Did you see that they had a study about the humble brag? The humble brag. They said it was hmm. the. I think what it said is like it is the thing that people hate the worst. Is that right? Yep. Which made me think of you. I added you because I was like, yo, Dan has been know, preaching I, against this. I didn't know you added me because I am a perpetrator of the humble brag. <laughs> or no. if you added me because I because I do you rail against it. I do rail against it. Which uh, if you haven't listened to Fourth and Ten, it got we got Wait, some, we, we got some it. heated about LeBron's humble brag. Oh, okay, uh, I got you. Th- that uh, I just recently went into it about. 30,000 points yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The letter to him Young so. King That's Young King 
Um, but we won't rehash I'm on LeBron that. LeBron stand like you're a Chappelle stand, so I'll find I went a to way bat to for make him. it okay. <laughs> da- da- Damon, Damon went to bat for him. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was a good conversation. It was beneficial. So, but yeah, no, uh, the humble brag. Yes. The place that, <laughs> the place, the place that, that everyone, uh, meaningful goes to die. Uh, and <laughs> it, it really is like the quintessential thing that I think people who are feeling insignificant, find a way to bring significance to their life yeah. by drawing out something that they think that will cause most people to be jealous mm-hmm. and framing it in a way that's like, I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing <laughs> this because I'm just thankful. It's like, no, you're doing this for everybody else. You, I will say, even like maybe two years ago, you were really upset about the humble brag in Christian hip hop. Well, it's funny you bring this up. So I thought about talking about this as a topic uh in pre-show okay uh, we're going but, off the rails guys yeah. we're off the script. i was like we're not gonna we don't need a chh topic uh, we don't need to stay in chh but, at all but i just thought about but it. I, but swoop who is like the reason that like i like the same team mindset and this like we all get mm-hmm. rings mindset okay like he's way too talented of an individual to like basically have a line in a song that he's like Lecrae's making the money and I'm cool with that basically is like okay. kind of the line in the song like if Le- everyone knows Lecrae and they don't know me even though I was on the song and I'm a- one of the reasons they like the song oh. that's fine with me was that a humble brag you think the way it came off it, it, it's kind of like this like hey guys I'm I was there too but I'm also want to like not make it a big deal because got you so it's like I want I want to highlight the fact that I was with Lecrae but and also point out that I was not noticed as much as I should have been, but, but I'm also but, okay with it. <laughs> got you. I, I and so I'll write a song about that. And so what's so funny yeah. is like so like again, Swoop, very talented rapper. Yeah. Like I I think he is, you know, one of like the best lyricists of like people that I've like have been in circles that I've actually Philly, been able to yeah, run. Yeah. There's you know incredible lyricists that I've never met and never will, but he would be one of those that I would like put up there as right. lyrically very talented. And then he put like his, his like newest thing. And I, to be fair, I haven't like gone in like to the lyrics of his new, newest songs. Cause he's getting ready to drop an album. But like one okay. of his things is like, I'm the goat. I'm shooting to be the best. I'm not t- like, and I was like, okay oh. evolution okay like thank you like be the best be a killer right, and go right. for people's throats no more just yeah. and like, the, yeah. like and i was like mick and like someone got to him and i think to to shout out like a friend in a fourth uh fourth district natalie lauren is now like managing him and oh, word. um yeah. and kind of ever since he left collision records and mm-hmm. is now i think she has her label or maybe he's independent mm-hmm. regardless his artwork is dope his mentality looks dope mm-hmm. and i'm like man like maybe just maybe like <laughs> we can all just call it what it is and like look i'm nice 
You Look, need to know I'm nice. I'm, I'm good at <laughs> I'm good at my craft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, you know, Chappelle. Like even when he started, like oh, I'm, yeah. so I'm so good, good. <laughs> at this. And it was so funny him <laughs> talking about how great he was. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how hard it is to start a joke with a punchline and then figure out where that's gonna go? Yeah, yeah. Very difficult. But yeah, awesome. I mean, I'm here for the brag, brag, because my nana says, you know, if you think I'm bragging, I am. But you, nice. when you meant Christianity, I feel like the humble brag is an epidemic and a Christian community because it's like people you know i just want to give glory to god for my mercedes g-wagon <laughs> you can give glory to god without like yeah. telling us kind of what it's for and then also fair like i don't want to be mean but rude but like i feel like you know like i feel like there's only three times a year where you should give praise to god for your smoking hot wife like <laughs> like birthdays and anniversary because because if you do more than that one it's, you should never it's say excessive. smoking hot wife. No, real it's talk. Excessive, but also, are you trying to convince yourself? Yeah. <laughs> like, birthday and anniversary, you I got it. Anytime Corinne's just like, I'm not trying to be mean, I'm like, what's about to be good? Like, Cause she, don't, cause she don't know what not mean is. Sorry. Like, there's and some fools in this it. world that are like, hashtagging, like, my smoking hot wife, hashtag model, hashtag Victoria's. Like, I'm like, you do realize that someone is looking at this picture of your wife now because they are searching this hashtag I'm yeah. trying to see like, and, and they are getting, like, nah like, fam like, nah fam like shit. someone is checking out your wife because of your post <laughs> right. that's what your I, own what I find like funny is I was gonna tweet that a long time ago like the idea of like I don't know what came first the phrase smoking hot wife or youth pastors because I feel like Why? it is a Why? unique college pastor unique like youth pastor thing where they're just like you know they've got yeah. some type of monogram T-shirt, like oh, yeah. or some type of graphic tee, and like some very tight, you know, uh, jeans, and it's just like, tattoos. And yeah, 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 and it's like you know, smoking hot wife, and I'm like, who Ooh. says that? Like, no, now I w- I will be guilty of like I use bride a lot in like how I talk about mm. my wife in like social media terms, mm. and I've been called out like, hey, bro, that's cheesy as hell. Like, stop that. <laughs> like. But I feel like so that's the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. What I will say is this is though because I've seen you use bride, but but the thing that's I think that works in your favor is that when I read it, there's no way I can put myself like it's that's his bride. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like we smoking hot wife. I get I got smoking. I got hot. Then I'm like, oh, your wife. You that's the third. I, that, yeah. that, 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 I don't even yeah. have to focus on that part. Like I just evaluating whether or not your wife is attractive. Like exactly, exactly. That's always the craziest part to me. Is like, how do I respond to this? Like if like, you like it, it's right. wrong. But if you don't like it, it's yeah. wrong too. Yeah. There's no, no way. No, if you out there using the phrase smoke, what do you Cut want us to do? Yeah, Tell us what you want, what you want us. us to do. Do I like the post? Do I not like it? Do you just want to have a bunch of creepy dudes with like saved pictures of yeah. your wife? Like, yeah, she was smoking yeah. hot. That's yeah. what that's what pulled me in. Like, Amen, I don't brother. Amen. Praise brother. the Lord. It's like, oh yikes. Um, that is bad. So uh, because we're kind of out of time, yeah. Let's let's rapid fire. Uh, the last couple of topics here. Right. Yeah, let's go. So I want to talk real quick, go around. Erica Badu finds value in Hitler's paintings. <laughs> did she say his paintings yeah, in particular? She did. She yes. Did. She said, right. I find I find good in anything. Mm-hmm. And Hitler and what I and I can even find good in Hitler. He was a good painter. Word. Uh, it shocked the interviewer so that they she had to she said come again and and got the response. Now 
the easy thing to do in this conversation would be to bash Erica Badu, say Hitler was a monster. That's what Twitter he, told me to which do. Which he was. That's, that's, that's what Twitter told me to do is to bash Erica. Yeah. But. I refuse. Th- I, I think it's w- way, way more fun, one, and two, it's way more interesting to agree with her that there is nuance in everything. And now everyone's losing their damn mind because they're like, Dan thinks that there's good in Hitler. And he, he like, he Give wasn't us that a Hitler bad compliment. Pit. Give us that Hitler compliment. Like, he wasn't a he bad, like, burn I burn Jews I, that badly. <laughs> Like I, I can under, I can understand how this is like a trigger. Like so there's like some Jewish people out there that are probably like, hey, no, 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 we're not going to find nuance I in the, the worst human that's ever lived. Yeah. But I, but I will say like, he was a great orator, and no one would debate that. Yeah, and like he could literally like you know turn people's atten- like opinions and minds in a single speech. Mm-hmm. That's there's I guess value in that, mm-hmm. and so. All that to say is I think that we could, well, it sounds crazy because it really does like to like pick out Hitler and be like, oh, that's the person I'm going to find value in because he is the, the, the worst human that's ever lived, in my opinion. Mm. What can we find in Donald Trump? What can we, how can we flex our Erica Badu <laughs> muscles <laughs> real quick? If if it's possible, because I do think we yeah. need more nuance in our lives. Okay, so you want you want us to identify. I feel like something the, complimentary. I feel like about this world, fiasco. Every, everyone, fiasco everyone around this table didn't vote for Donald Trump and generally hates his guts. <laughs> Got you. True. Mm-hmm. So I I think that like we need more nuance in our okay. lives, and I think our listeners need more nuance in their lives. So we're gonna prove. Okay. This is a lot easier. I've got a couple of things. This was a lot easier an hour ago. <laughs> for whatever reason, maybe the alcohol world. No, I, think, I think he's really good at reality television. He's really um, good. At least if I was going to have a porn star smack me with a magazine, it, Forbes is in the top fifty that I would choose. <laughs> so good. Such a company woman. <laughs> Um, oh gosh! Yeah, that's all I got. Word up. So you basically slapped Donald Trump, which is amazing. <laughs> you say no, it was her issue. No, was. if I said if yeah. I were to get slapped by a porn star. No, but I'm saying yeah. the positive here is that you slapped Donald Trump. That's true. Because, yeah. Man, yeah. but he's good at if, reality television. I think that was his cor- one thing yeah. that was marked. That, but yeah, as far as Hitler, he was a good leader, and <laughs> in my top fifty of Hitler mustaches. <laughs> he didn't even get the number one Dude, slide. No. Okay, we gotta talk about this for a second. I saw a guy with a Hitler mustache in the, the other day on the, on the belt line. In the line. year of our Lord, 2018. Year 2018, straight Hitler mustache, and I'm like, no one loves what, this. Guy. Was he wearing khaki pants and did he have a tiki torch? Was it no, Michael Jordan? Was, it was just super hipster. Because <laughs> Michael Jordan uh, definitely had a Hitler mustache. Yeah, yeah I was. Michael was, Jordan had the best Hitler mustache. It was better than Hitler. Yeah, I give you that. He's six-time champion. Hitler oh mustache. my gosh, that's so tough. Like, something good about Trump? Can I? I don't want to use the word admirable because that feels too much. I feel like I'd be dishonest. I okay. I think I think more important. I think there's there are. I think everybody has. We've everybody evil got evil. Was it wasn't always evil. Maybe that's the what I'm maybe what, even that's what Erica was maybe trying to get to. Like there was something sure. that got them to that point. Okay. So I will say with Trump is um he appears 
to be a um, a father who cares for at least some at some part his kids. Maybe too much with <laughs> one of the kids. Maybe the daughter. Maybe he cares a little bit too much. But he seems like a father that like at least cares or like like cheers for his children mm. or like protects mm-hmm. a protective father. Okay. Cheers for them. Yeah. Cheers for them. Yeah. I'll go. I'll go. So, uh, Don, because yeah. he's still contemplating. I, I can I tell. Am. A man that fat shouldn't be that good at golf, and yet he is. You talking? About he's in is excellent he shape. Is he good at golf? Yeah, he's he, good at golf. Is he? Okay. Yeah, he practices more than anybody. He and so be on the job. So yeah. he gives me hope that even one day when I let my body go, <laughs> I too will continue to be good at golf. And secondly, I'll say that to echo Chappelle and and throw him back, like he might be the thing that saves this world. You've been saying that for a while. I think every act, every action has an opposite yeah. and equal reaction, mm-hmm. right? I'm about that. <laughs> He's looking Pointing at the scientist. Yeah. He's the scientist. <laughs> Smart man over here. <laughs> Points. Uh, star. Gold star. Um, yeah. uh, the laws of thermodynamics. Um, <laughs> so I, I do believe that. I think actually like whoever, like I think whoever will come next will actually not be that answer, but like. I think moderation will come back into vogue mm-hmm. and um, yeah, following this next cycle. He's a confident man. He's a confident man. Yeah. <laughs> Which is also part of the you problem. Can, you can disagree with Erica Badu and say it's not possible. Well, that's the thing. Like, I, uh, I don't want to disagree with Erica. <laughs> uh, no, I mean... It's just what can I say that's positive about about him? I I mean I can say that he appears to. You guys ever start a sentence and not know how it's gonna end? <laughs> so you said that I was like, appears what? I know you don't know. No one. Dude, no everything he appears he is, which but is you, bad. But like, you know how I started that sentence? Didn't know how. That's how he was going through those debates, which is like yeah. I don't understand how this man got got the anyway. Yeah. Um, I give you A for effort, man. I feel like we it wasn't. Yeah, fair. that was it's, good. This is one thing. It's tried. not fair to go last. You tried because <laughs> yeah, we exhausted. Like all once it. you went to the reality TV show, corner, I was that, like, that was all he did. This is only what I got in real. Honestly, because I watched The Apprentice like the first two, like yeah. first season or two, I was like, "Oh, like this is an engaging show. It's interesting." I didn't have, Context. but like, but like that was as much as I needed to know yeah. about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the thing that bothers me the most about his election and and him winning is like, man, I'm stuck with hearing about this dude every day. Mm-hmm. Like I just, I had hoped that he would just recede to the background, but nah, man. So. I don't know, guys. I feel. Can I? I'll just latch on to something y'all said, but I'll, I'll take the uh, the the reality television okay. kind of thing because he has a temperament that works well for. Oh, you know what I'm yes. saying? A if reality he never television. become president, like he could have been, like that's it. He didn't need a like a his own like com- competition show. Like he could have just had like the Donald Trump <laughs> like car crash oh my gosh yeah show that's crazy yeah that's the, that is a good thought exercise I, I don't but we Ooh. need more nuance in our you lives guys nuance. I agree with that because right now we are dying in this black and white we're being too simple <sighs> things are complex I agree with you alright last topic because we gotta go we, we just got, got to we got to yeah. uh, the NFL 
announced today that they are rejecting an ad that was uh, sought to be placed that was simply a hashtag please stand done by a veterans association and it was going to basically just give places that people could donate to veterans causes uh and it was just gonna be simple like i think black like white text black background okay hashtag please stand get like if you want to give to veterans go here and this was rejected as a super bowl commercial because it was quote unquote too political uh and they don't allow for uh like traditional political advertisements to run like no no like person campaigning can run a uh a campaign commercial during the uh, mm. Super Bowl. Okay. So with that being said, we're, we're no debate, just hot takes on the fact that the NFL is a dumpster fire <laughs> of PR. <laughs> and what do you think about the NFL rejecting this please stand commercial? I'll just go first so I can get it out of the way. NFL is a prime example of why as a business or even as an individual, you need to have a backbone and have something to stand for. <laughs> because they have not had that and they've pissed off everybody. Instead of You could have just pissed off half the people, but now everybody's upset. So, um, and, and the only reason why they're upset is because you don't know where you even stand on this issue. Um, yeah, so just pick a side. Be somebody that, that, that stands firm or something. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. I guess what's tough about how does I guess you're answering it, David, but I'm just like, how do you NFL, how do you get in your own way all the time? Right. Like you you are not just Charlie Brown, but you're Lucy as well. Like you <laughs> you ruin it yeah. for yourself. Like you have no way like only the NFL could find itself in this predicament where it's sitting here like I I am gonna you know alienate this group by not alienating this group but I also will alienate that group right because I don't want to alienate this group even though that's what I'm gonna do like it's 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 really really stupid I mean I guess in this position like what what are what are you really supposed to do as the NFL at that point like are you just I guess I guess you're saying that you they should just stick their flag in the ground well pardon that idiot <laughs> but like they should just you know draw the line in the sand and be Here's like who we are this is no we're not we're, yeah. we're not airing anything that has to do with anything yeah. political well, either stick with the players or stick with the people that are saying the players are crazy but pick a side I feel like the easiest thing to do would have just been let's not make a big deal about Kaepernick or whomever kneeling mm-hmm. and just move right along. Like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Like, because it, I think people always forget, like Kaepernick didn't, he didn't say, look at me. He didn't like, he was sitting, he was sitting someone, some news reporter saw him sitting and asked the question about it. He then responded to that. So then the sitting was the issue. He then met with the, an actual, know, veteran. an actual veteran like, who convinced him, hey, kneeling is respect. more respectful. Respect. Yeah. And then that became the problem is kneeling, which I'll always say I don't know any other instance in any other social, religious, any situation in which kneeling has ever been viewed as disrespectful. Right. Like it's always been viewed as something of 
submission or reverence or whatever. And that's just really bizarre that like getting on a knee is a problem. But I just feel like if the NFL just never said anything about it and just was like, yeah, our players are allowed to do whatever they want to do here. We're going to continue to sing the Star Spangled Banner and the flag and all that stuff. And it would have died down. But I'm talking longer than your hot take. But that it just makes me figure out how to current wiggle through all that um yeah you guys said all the good stuff <laughs> so i'm just gonna say i hate to be all life matter but i'm gonna say all cash matters so the veterans group you should take the money from the standing sitting backflip everything <laughs> hey. just say ask for money because mm-hmm. i want everybody's cash there we go <laughs> straight cash homie. so my thought my hot take is one a little bit uh off that current is um, a super bowl commercial is a million dollars give a million dollars to some veterans yes. <laughs> like and yeah. post on Facebook. Yeah. We were gonna do a Super Bowl commercial, yeah. but we decided to give the money to veterans. Like you would get all the likes and all the shares, and you would have more impressions doing that than buying a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, hot take one. <laughs> hot take two is if you're the NFL, at least me, like Joe Splo- Joe Schmo consumer does not know that you have control over advertising rights. Mm. During the during the Super Bowl, I assume that you get a cut of it, but I would assume that the channel that it's being aired on actually controls, has the rights to sell the commercial spots. Okay. In which case, I would assume like, like you wouldn't have had any backlash at the NFL as an organization of the commercial. There would have been tons of conversation about it. There would have been you know everyone would have had opinions, but I don't think there would have been this like uproar against the NFL. For mm. letting it air. Mm. Right. So a little bit of like, if you don't make a big deal about it, yeah. just kind of let it go and then let it die. Like, let it die. <laughs> it should have been, that should have been the game plan with Kaepernick. It should have been your game plan for this ad. And now y'all are losing. You continue <laughs> to lose. Keep losing. And it's, yeah. and it's supposed to be, isn't this Super Bowl supposed to be like the least viewed Super Bowl? Like they're like projecting margins around this because of, uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought I I thought I heard that somewhere, but I could be wrong. Did you see any of this? No, I've heard like people are like, well, I've heard that if Jacksonville had won mm. and the Vikings had won, then it would have been like the worst Super Bowl, uh, like the least watched, least attended Super Bowl of all time. Oh, okay. But now since the page is the Patriots and Eagles, mm-hmm. it's oh, a okay. different scenario. Like Got it's you. when the Nate Owens might have a little bit of legs to stand on with a conspiracy theory of like the NFL got the Super Bowl they needed to get. Got you. Oh man, we live in a world where Nate Owens conspiracies are true. <laughs> scary times. It is a scary it is a scary, scary thing. Scary times. Man, well uh that's a this that's a good long episode right we did. there. Yeah, we gave mm-hmm. people some some minutes to listen to <laughs> it. We should probably uh just do a, a Scratch of the week or something like that. Oh, I got one. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Let's go, Dave. It's crazy. I'm just saying, I'm literally texting my scratch of the week right now. <laughs> scratch of the week yes. uh, to my A1 Day 1 comedy. Uh, if you listen to 4th and 10, he's been frequent on 4th and 10. My homie Rob Hayes. Uh, Rob Hayes will be on the Tonight Show, if you're listening now, this Friday. What? Network television. Not No, no. He's been on TV before. Late night uh, debut. On tonight's show, he literally just called me while we're while we're doing, it, and I was like, "Yo, can't talk to you right now. I'm literally about to shout you out." So shout out to my man Rob <laughs> Hayes, very first comedian that I met 
while doing comedy. A lot of people like, oh, this is Damon. Da- I knew Damon before I did comedy. So he's Rob was the first comedian that I met doing comedy. I've seen his dude grind. Uh, could not happen to a more hardworking, kind, nice, generous individual. Uh, one of the funniest people in America, in my opinion, one of the funniest I've ever seen. So shout out to my A1 Day 1 Rob Hayes. Uh, watch the Tonight Show this week. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, just, just keep grinding, people, because it's out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, scratches of the week don't all have to be positive, right? They just, no, it's yeah. just anything that can, you want to you want to air. Yeah, I just I want to my scratch of the week has to do with um the uh, man what was that that the the church in the mega church in Memphis uh, Andy Savage oh. was the uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andy Savage uh, was a is a mega church pastor in in Memphis, and he um, admitted to a sexual incident uh, with a teen um, about twenty years ago. And upon this admission, uh, the church just gave him a standing ovation when Pretty he much. came in. Like there was no. I mean, that was that was it. Like, and the only reason it came out is because the 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 girl in question saw him saw on Facebook. He had been railing against, you know, gay marriage and things like that, but had been advocating as well. Like, you know, uh, the immorality of other um, other, you know, Hollywood abusers and things like that. And um, she sent him a Facebook message like, do you remember what you did to me when I was 17 years old? And Mm. like, you know, and all of that. And I don't think he replied. And then she ended up, you know, telling more of a story. But yeah, hearing just that whole story, we just, uh, you know, as a church, as believers, you know, which um, all of us on this podcast are. So he retained his job. He retained his job. Yeah. I mean, he was he was a college pastor before he had then since moved on to become a mega church but like became a pastor at another church (laughs) but you know the church kept quiet the incident they you know she never got any response she didn't get a response initially when she brought it to her uh you know to her you know um to elders and leadership in the church then there was no news around like there was shuffling around of him and then like he just but he stayed in leadership he stayed in ministry and like i just don't understand like i'm all about the forgiveness of god i know i need it like daily and i will need it in the future so i don't ever want to count grace as a common thing right but he disqualified himself but but i am on this point where it's like yo there's some there's some uh steps you take there's some aggressions there's some transgressions you can make that rule you out of mm-hmm. being able to serve in capacities before. Yep. And that doesn't mean that God doesn't love you anymore. Yep. That doesn't mean that, mm-hmm. that, that you cannot be redeemed or anything like that, or that you're, but it does mean that, look, you have to forfeit this, this ground, like, and be like, look, like, the, like the Lord I've taint, this has been tainted. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know how, like, while we want to be a welcoming church, while we want to be a place where we like, you know, allow people to come who have who are broken and hurt and who have hurt and broken others like there's nothing there's no consideration that's being done for that woman, you know, that girl at the time. But now this woman like where's her healing? How is she being made whole? Like it's just it's really, really 
really, really terrible. So that's my scratch of the week. Just we got to do better as a church. Yes. So I have a positive one. Um, <laughs> Get it out of the yeah, gutter. So I'm almost I'm disappointed. Going... Like, I like your negativity. Can I say that? <laughs> I don't even know what I'm being negative. It's the worst. No, it's not negative. I was just like, I love, like, some people say it. It's like, that is, that Oh, you have me. the best shade. <laughs> it makes me happy. It's bright. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to shout out um, Jessica Watkins because she was in the, a black woman in the latest astronaut class. So, oh. Um, oh, come on. So that's good, you know. Need to celebrate people, not wait till hundred till they're hundred years old and Absolutely. stuff like that. So I mean, when Mae Jameson, the first black astronaut, you know, she was very kind of inspirational to me. So I'm like, that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. this is the first time they've opened uh, like applications to, In a while. for yeah. a long time, yeah. right? I was gonna say I don't, I can't remember the last time I heard about astronauts. Like me either. Like that means n- n- I, Karen, you would know more than me, but like I, it was like basically defunded to a great degree mm-hmm. yeah um and so they're just now like yeah oh we want to go back so now they're like trying yeah. to ramp back up the space yeah and i think it was a multiple year process like i think they opened it to 2014 2015 and then oh, okay. just announced them at the end yeah of 2017 yeah, yeah. interesting so, wow it's a long process so. that, that's awesome though what was her name one time Jessica Watkins. Jessica Watkins. Yep. Shout out to you. I'm glad we could be positive. I'm going to be positive for a split second and be very negative in a second. Um, so, because I'm glad you led with negativity. You know? um, <laughs> the door. So, I, I, I want to shout out for the for the sake of Fourth District, uh, Rance Nix. He's a new personality on the platform, yeah. launching a new TV, or TV show, YouTube kind of show on Fourth District coming february 14th so it's called table for one he's launching on valentine's day for all the single people in the world to enjoy nice. uh it's basically a a vlog meets a food show but he <laughs> goes to all of the awesome places like american deli in this world um nice. so uh wait did you say you never had American Deli? I've never had it, but we're about to do a show about someone going to American All Deli. Right. And you, you got to get it, man. Please. I have never. And the roaches. Had, come on. I've <laughs> never had American Deli. I'm, I am a little freaked out by it. Um, <laughs> depends on where you some. go. It how just many seems like a cheeseburger. Like, I'm going to get a cheeseburger with unmelted cheese when I go in there. That's Maybe. what I picture. <laughs> don't get the cheeseburger. Get, get the, the wings. wings. <laughs> the wings. Yeah. Not the fried rice. Okay, but for <laughs> yeah. my, my real scratch is something that I feel like needs to be um, pointed out that's going on in this world. So, um, a guy so Paul Nyquist is the president of Moody Bible uh, Institute yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. and he is, so he's my business partner's father so I'm putting all my cards on the table oh boy so he was just ousted from Moody because primarily because he blacked backed Black Lives Matter in Chicago wow. and was ousted because of the mm-hmm. white lash that wow. took place um, and there was a like the, there was basically one hyper conservative reporter that made it her mission since basically Thanksgiving to get him fired Interesting. and she, you know, unearthed like, like, like all the, the, the apartment that, you know, Moody had like purchased half of mm-hmm. so that he could live on campus and be there for, like with the students. He's an incredible man. Like, uh, and he is the president of a university. He is compensated well for his time and guiding that university. So that was of issue as well. But the, but the primary impetus for him like coming under fire was because he backed mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. Interesting. So I've heard nothing about this. Read story. the article, but don't read the comments. Mm. I don't There's read the comments. Trash, but the, the article is good. Yeah. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. And the name one more time. I'm so sorry. I'm out of it. Paul Nyquist. Paul Nyquist, and he was he was the president, the of, Moody. president of Moody. Uh-huh. Got you. 
And so, yeah, great guy. Like, yeah. and I, I'm sure he will move on to great things. Uh, he, I think he has no desire to go back at this point in time. But even the interim president was on a radio show, and they were like, "So tell us, like, what's going on?" And he's like, "We." We don't know why this happened. Mm. Wow. But yeah. But if, like the article was saying the climate was really, really, b- I mean, you can imagine really, really bad for the black students. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So he was backing Black Lives Matter on campus. In Chicago. So in Chicago. Okay. So yeah, Moody's in Chicago's downtown. So in general, like he basically just took a stand and was like, this is something that we as mm-hmm. Christians should support. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. Well. Shout out to him, and and I agree. He will he yeah. will land on his feet and even I'm greater. Sure. Yeah, y'all, that's what we got, man. Did it? We gave you a lot. We did. did. We did all the thoughts. Yeah. Please give us all your thoughts. We would love to hear them and marginally reply. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, nah. um, we all got stuff going on. Badger uh, David as he secures the bag in 2018. I'm trying, man. I'll be your agent. I'll be 9%. Let's hey. deal. Matter of fact, Badger Corinne. <laughs> <laughs> you dropped to one. This is bad business. You had him at 10, I promise. Look, you did. 500,000, you better take it. Right. I'll get the pin. 500,000, yeah. you better take it, brother. Nah, but we'll see y'all soon, man. Um, yeah, we got we got stuff percolating on, on 4th District. So many exciting things happening this mm-hmm. year. Like, um, definitely excited about the show coming February 14th but there is so many other new things that will be coming out that we'll be announcing and um, yeah just stay tuned for us we're going to keep it going alright peace peace this is us this is us this is I live on the west side of America where they spin lies into fairy dust and we can pick sides but this is us this is us this is don't believe the narcissism when everyone projects and expects you to listen to them. Make no mistake, I live in a prison.